welcome to Creepcast number nine. I am the Butcher. Hey, Spooky Pants is me. We are the Power Creeps. We are a Magic the Gathering podcast. We do this every week. It loves us. No, <laughs> we love magic. And magic loves us. We are back again. Right? We are ready to rock. We are ready to rock. We are live, baby. We are live. <laughs> a couple things I want to get out of the way before we get started. Um, TheMetagamestore.com is our sponsor. Check them out. And they rule. And check out their new Magic Online bot, the Metagame Store. Yep. It's a clever name. Yeah, it's the same. So they're online, they're buying cards, pretty good pricing, they're selling really cheap. Yeah. And I think they're going to really focus on that. So go over to Magic Online. It's the direction they're heading, huh? Yeah. What it sounded like. Yep. We are part of the MTGCast family, MTGCast.com, it's a podcast network. And it's great. You love them? And, and they love us. <laughs> they love us so much that that uh, Tom's going to be our guest. Yep. Actually, co-host, yep, right? Tom's going to co-host next week for Monday Night Magic. Yeah, and everybody knows Tom. So that's going to be a lot of fun. If you don't, you're going to get to know him better. We're excited about that. Last week's video game intro music was... Was Chrono Cross, yep. which a lot of people knew. From PlayStation 1, right? Yeah. So it looks like I'm guessing most of our listeners are... What, maybe like five or six years younger than us? Oh, maybe. No, they're probably late twenties. Really? Yeah. They don't they don't get our eight bit stuff. Well, though. that's we're gonna do more eight bit then. We'll see if Yeah, we're, we're gonna them. really puzzle them. <laughs> we're gonna puzzle them. Puzzle them. <laughs> so we're gonna do our typical magic news. There's some good news this week. We got some M eleven spoilers. Yeah. Uh Sam Juan stuff from the Pro Tour. Mm-hmm. Constructed. We'll talk yeah. about what we're playing. Uh, we have our card watch segment. Yeah. Card winning. We're yeah. News. It's the hot stuff. Uh, Spooky Pants has a brand new challenge. Mm. Contest. He's got been working on that. <laughs> yep. I'll, gonna, I'll come up with something. And we're gonna announce the winner of our mono blue deck. Yeah. That's gonna be tough to pick since what we had two entries. We'll flip a coin. Flip a coin. There you go. Well, they're they're this yeah they're annoying they are annoying decks. If we have time, I think we're gonna have some. We're going to talk about our magic etiquette. Or at least on magic, well, magic online or in general? In general, I think. It's pretty much the same. Okay. So we'll talk about that if we have time. I think we will. I think we got time. Okay. Anything else? I think we are ready to roll. Let's just, should we let's just, just rock it or should we wait a few more seconds? Let's, I think we start out like uh, nice and slow. <laughs> <laughs> nice and yeah. ease into it. So the magic news, do you want to do the San Juan stuff first, or do you want to do the M- who, who won? You tell me who won. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> tell you. <laughs> Let's just get to the chase. Who won? Thank you for asking me. That's great. <laughs> I, know it's, I know who it is, but I, I want to get his name right. It's Paulo. Paulo, he's got like, uh, yeah, it's like a really long name. Like Paulo Rosa. <laughs> Paulo Vitor Demo de Rosa. Demo? David? Paulo Vitor Demo de Rosa. He was, a champ, he was the champ of San Juan, the Pro Tour they had. It was block constructed with a, and with with a mix. half draft. Well, all the Pro Tours are going to be, always have draft in it. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. I, I, I hate that. You don't like it? I don't like it. I don't either. I don't think. I don't like it because it. I think it should be, 
I, I know what they're trying to do. They're really trying to blow up the whole draft thing. They want draft to be the huge new thing, but they don't have I mean, people play draft anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like the draft should be its own little tournament, you know, and and constructed, whether it be block or standard, should be its own. Well, people want deckless ultimately. Is well, yeah. That's what everybody wants. They want mm-hmm. to see what people are playing. So, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, you could have a guy that goes nine and zero, or you know, ten and zero with his deck list, and then get to the draft and just get a really crappy pool. Well, yeah, they say that's what well, skill. Well, yeah. But you, I see what you're saying. But I, I think just more for from a point of view of just you know watching like the webcast and stuff was. I mean, nobody did anybody really want to watch the draft? I mean, I, I guess it's kind of interesting. Yeah, there's, I'm telling you, there's people that love draft more than. Well, I'm sure. Constructed. But I think I agree with you. They should just have constructed. Maybe have yeah. one tournament that's all draft or whatever, sealed. That's what I'm Nobody would go, though. Would you go to an all draft tournament? Would you be all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would we even report it? <laughs> yeah, we well, A pro tour is a big deal. There's only three of them. It's draft. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was block constructed. Yes, it was. So. PVDDR, which is what people have been calling him on Twitter, he won, and he's you know he's people know who he is. I've heard of him before. He's pretty he's a pretty well known pro. And then Brad Nelson did top eight. Yep. I think he kind of lost his first match. Yeah, the DC champ. So do we want to talk about some of the block deck lists? I mean, it's kind of relevant. Oh yeah, it's really relevant. Yeah, well, just because it's going to be what standard might look like, right after. Yeah, well, I have the top. I have the top eight, and a lot of green, a lot of green. Really? Yep. Um, I got. Let me see. Here's Noah Schwartz, and he was running. Uh, Noah Schwartz is pretty famous too. He was running four Arbor Elves, four Tree Speakers, four Cuzzlelike Predators, four Lotus Cobra, four Nest Invaders, one River Boa, four Vengevine. And four Wolfbriar Elementals with three Beastmaster Ascensions and four Eldrazi Monuments. So basically they're just trying to attack you with Beastmaster out and you're dead. Well, he's getting a whole bunch of little zero one tokens that he's going to attack with. Because it's still, it's still going to add to the Beastmaster Ascension. See, Tree Speaker is going to be so good. That was one of my top five, wasn't it? Sure, yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> your top five, man. It's a good card. So that's pretty uh, pretty typical, like mono green. You have a deck like this too, kind of right, but you didn't you didn't go the Beastmaster route. Nope. And Lotus nope. Corpus, I bet you Lotus Corpus in every anything with green Lotus Corpus is going to be in the deck. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, next, what do we got next? Why don't, you wow. read, why don't you read the next guy's name and deck? William Matignon. I don't know. That's that's. I'm just going to roll with that. William. Okay. <laughs> William. Sure. And he says, uh, one Imrakos Hatcher, four Kozilek Predators, four Nest Invaders, two Seagate Oracles. And he's got four Awakening Zones, two Beastmaster Ascension, one Beastial Menace, four Burst Lightning, two Eldrazi Monuments, three Flame Slash, three Jace the Mind Sculptor, three Sea Beyonds, and three Unified Will. So, Unified con- Will, the Unified Will is kind of... Well, he's going to have a lot of creatures, but... So this is kind of like a oh. ramp. Not really ramp. He's not going to have as much as the guy ahead of him. Or, no, he wouldn't have as much as, like, Noah Schwartz. So, the, I don't know, the Unified Will is kind of a... Yeah. Well, you don't have Cancel, remember? He's got Awakening Zones, I guess. There you go. There's no Cancel on block, right? Oh, no, it's Cancel in the car? No. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. Yep. Interesting. Why did you run cancel? Uh, well, I think he was just doing it because he's got the awakening zones and it's a little cheaper. Yeah, cancel is in Zendikar. So I think that's probably why he's doing it. So he's got a three-color kind of... Oh, he's got, he's got the Kalani Gardens, too. So, yeah. So basically, the Beastmaster kind of more of a control-ish aspect to his. Yep. Then you want to read Josh. Josh's deck. Josh Utter Layton is uh, two Avengers of Zendikar, three Goblin Rune Blasters, four Lotus Cobras, three Oracles of Moldiah, two Sphinx of Lost Truths, and he's got four Burst Lightnings, two Comet Storm, two Deprive, four Explore, two Flame Slash, and four Jace the Mind Sculptors. So same kind of deal. Well, I don't know what you would call this. This is kind of a mid-rangey... Well, it's kind of like a weird landfall-y, too, yep. with that Zendika, or the Avenger, and the uh, the Oracle of Moldiah, and Explore. I think he's trying to... Obviously, Avenger Zendikar's getting some play in here. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, you look at the next deck, it's Paulo Vitor Damo da Rosa. Hey, there's the guy. That's the guy that's one. one, yep. And it's, uh, he, he was running two Avengers of Zendikar, three Goblin Roomba. It's the same deck. It's actually the same exact deck as the, uh. Oh, it is the same. And it must so have been on a team. Yep. So, uh. Obviously, it was a good deck. Obviously, yeah. Kind of can handle everything. I'll let, I'll let you take the next four. Taro Utsaka. Japanese player. Utsuka, yeah. Utsuka. And he's running, uh, boy, a lot of green. Kozlik. He's running four Kozliks, the Butcher. True. Mm-hmm. Four lot. Oracle, Moldiah, four Overground Battlement. Four, or one Ulamog. Four Wall of Omens, three Alice Dust, three Ancient Stirrings, four Everflowing Chalice, three Gideons, four Girl Spasms. So kind of a control-ish. Obviously controlling the board until you can cast his Eldrazi's out. Yeah, all his dust. It's like, kind of cool. It's kind of cool to see the pros take on, like, what we were trying to do three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I don't really see his big source of ramp in here, though. Well, I, I think mean, the, I the Oracle of Moldiah is, is pretty good ramp, now that I've played with it for a while. it's Yeah, it is. It is, but it's, and you got it's the, usually only really good ramp if you have a way, if you have some fetch lands, which, I, does he have fetch lands? He's got tectonic. Well, no, he doesn't have. I don't see anything that's resetting his top card, you know. Well, but he does have the Overgrown Battlement and the Wall of Omens for, for mana. And he's also... Yeah, Growth Spasm and the Chalice. Growth yeah, Spasm and the Chalice. So there's plenty of ramp. I mean, the Chalice is a good ramp. Yeah. Because you can dump, you know, two or three counters on it. Oh, it doesn't seem like it'd be fast enough. He's running out Drowsy Temples, too, in the main. And of Ivugan. So that's kind of ramping, too, in a way. Yeah. And then, hmm. uh... Is it Andrea? Andrea... Yerola. Yerola? Yeah, I guess. The red deck wins. Devastating red type of thing. Four Bushwhacker, four Goblin Guides, four Dragon Lords, four Geopedes, four Burst Lightning, four Devastating Summons, four Searing Blaze, four Stager Shock, and four Zektar Shrine Expedition. Aye. He's just doing a red deck wins, all in red type of deal. And obviously did pretty well for him. Top aided. Yeah. Nothing new, really, really new there. No, but it's it's just devastating red. Yep. And Brad Nelson went with, a, again, another green. 
rampish kind of deck. Yeah, this. Well, no, he's going more Beastmaster. He's just doing the Beastmaster deal. Yeah, he's just he must have been on the same team as Noah Schwartz because they look like they they basically got the same deck list. Okay. And Jeremy Neiman to finish off the top eight. No, this is kind of a Boros deck. No, it's white and blue. Yeah. Three core duelist, four core firewalker, three core skyfisher, three seagate. Oracles, four step links, four stone forge, three adventuring gear. Wow, three adventuring gear in the main. Two deprive, two Gideons, four Jace, the wallet killer, and three journey to nowhere. Awesome. So yeah, it's just kind of a it's like a core deck. Yeah, it looks kind of like a weird blue white. That's control. cool. Yeah. Hmm. So there you have it. There's the top eight. Remember, these are block-constructed decks. Yeah, block-constructed decks. So what do we see? Anything here that's really telling? I mean, I honestly thought Jace would be a lot more in a lot more decks. I mean, he's in three out of eight, right? Yeah. Green, obviously green is going to be huge. Well, these are top eight. I mean, these are the top eight constructed. So this is what beat all the other block. Uh, I'm not sure what... I'm not sure what Conley Woods was playing or Chapin or I think Chapin was playing something similar to his uh, DC Venge Vines with the Venge. I think it was a blue, blue, white, and green with the Venge Vines. I, I don't have the deck list here, but I remember hearing something like that. And I know Conley Woods was playing. I think it was the blue, blue, white, and black control. Was he a persecutor? No, really, not, not that I know of. No. I wish. Yeah, lots of green. Lotus Cobra is everywhere. So obviously that card's going to, like we said a couple weeks ago. Yep. It's going to be huge. Well, especially especially in the after the transition. Well, we'll talk more about what cards and stuff to watch out for. Yep. So I guess really that's that's your Pro Tour San Juan Top 8. I mean, is there anything else? I didn't really keep up with the tournament too much because I was so busy this last weekend. But Yeah, I did. I mean, I... I, I, I was looking at these at the deck lists and stuff, and I, it's interesting. It's a lot different than what I thought. But yeah. A lot of green. Yeah, a lot of green. That. That's that's what uh kind of makes me wonder. But there's not. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of. I mean, you lose a lot of the removal from, you know, M10 and well, the shards, so thing. it's a lot different. Yep. That's a good thing too. So congratulations to Paulo for uh, winning that, and to obviously Brad Nelson, man, top eighting right after you won. Yeah. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. Really impressive. There's no picture of him screaming this time. <laughs> There's a picture of him hugging. Well, hugging winner. But he's a, Well, then Paul's in a hammock. A ha- hammock or hammock? A hammock. Hammock. He looks pretty comfortable. Yeah, this trophy. Well, he, he won, what, 10000 bucks, right? Something like that, at least. He won some dough. Some dough. <laughs> Some cold some, hard dough. Some Buddha. <laughs> yeah. Got some red. So we got some 2011 preview cards. Well, yeah. Well, actually, I I, I don't have those in front of me. You or? No, you were supposed to. No, I have the playmats. Oh, yeah, I have the 2011 cards. That's right. <laughs> so you want to talk about the cards? Yeah, the yeah. cards are way more important than the lame playmats. Well, the playmats are kind of telling, so... So, uh, I don't know, most people probably saw these, but we're going to try to read them anyway, because we like to read on the show as much as possible. Yeah, we like to... <laughs> so, yeah. so, we have Chandra's Outrage, or Chandra. I say Chandra. Everyone says Chandra. Chandra's Outrage. 
It's two colorless, two red, instant. It deals four damage to target creature and two damage to that creature's controller. Not bad. Well, it tells us that Chandra is in the set, right? You would be pretty safe to guess that, especially especially since there's a playmat art with her. And it's Chandra Blazon is going to be the... I'm guessing. Boy. And what's going on now? There's like a a love story or there's groups of turn Well, when you read the flavor text, it it sounds... I'll read it. Her mind is an incredible mix of emotion and power. Mm -hmm. Even if I could grasp it, I couldn't hold it for long. What's so wrong with that? Who says it? Oh, Jace. Jace Bellerin. And he's talking about... It says he's talking about Chandra Nalar. Even if he could grasp it, he just couldn't hold it for long. Hold what? Her mind. I don't get it. So people think he's big, that he's in love with her? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's what uh, hmm. said everybody was tweeting about. I guess the opposites would attract. Chandra and Jace sitting in the tree, yeah. Yeah, it's big news. We Everybody cares. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Plummet. Which is a green instant, one colorless, one green. Mm-hmm. It says, destroy target creature with flying. That's it. Yep. Which is pretty telling. And a lot of people, when they saw that card, just right away said, oh, you know what that means? Baneslayer's back. And I don't think it means that in any way. Not necessarily. Right? I, I think Baneslayer's in. But yeah. this card, they always make a destroy flying creature card. Yep, every, every, almost every set. Yeah. Green has something because that's a huge weakness for green. I'm sorry. I mean, green. Oh, green always gets. A, I guarantee in M11 there's going to be some crappy spider with a reach, and there's going to be a card that does damage <laughs> to flying. Oh, you know there's going to be a dumb spider. Let's see if the flavor text says anything. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> you never read it. You are the grandest of all. Said the arch druid to the trees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Phrase it. They become so proud of bark and branch that they suffer no creature to fly overhead or perch upon a bow? Upon a bow, yeah. Wow. So the trees are vain. Sounds like a Rush song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what Rush song was that? The trees? The trees or something. Yeah. That doesn't tell us anything. It, it, it actually it just says the trees are really vain and they don't want anything flying on them or near them. Or, and then if anything gets close to them, they shoot them down. Well, maybe then... Maybe it's supposed to say dough instead of bow. Like, Banslayer is worth a lot of dough. Perch upon a dough? I think I'm stretching there. Yeah. Banslayer's in. That's proof. <laughs> <laughs> we have Reassembling Skeleton. Black. It's one colorless, one black. It's a creature. It's a skeleton warrior. First creature we've seen. 1-1. One, one. It is uncommon. 1-1. One, one. And then you can pay... That's it. It's just 1-1, one, one, but it does have an ability from the graveyard where you can pay one colorless and one black... And you can return it from the graveyard to the battlefield tapped. And there's really no condition to meet or anything. And I, I like this guy. I think he's good. Yeah. He's uh, really annoying. You can't obviously, I, I mean, there, there's going to be something to it, you know. I mean, it's not it's not typical regenerating. I mean, it's not a regeneration. Yeah, it's like every other turn you can block with it, which is kind of... It's but, not that but great. But then again, no, it is good because you know that's going to combo in with stupid things like Blade of the Blood Chief, or you know anything where it goes to the graveyard. Like yeah, because you can bring it back and forth. Like a blood, start. like a blood throne vampire, you can actually kill it, you know, and then bring it back. You can sack him and then bring him back. Well, so he's he's like is he's his own little sack engine kind yeah. of. Yeah, 
And you can bring him back in the same turn as many times as you want, as long as you keep sacking. Exactly. Exactly. So, that's where he'll be more useful. But he, it's a good card. You will see him in something like that. This is the one that's a big deal. You see, yeah, people have been talking about this one. Sorcerer's Strongbox. <laughs> it's, a, it's an artifact. It's forecasting cost. You pay two, tap it, and flip a coin. If you win the flip, you sacrifice it and draw three cards. It doesn't say what happens if you lose a flip. I'm just kidding. Nothing, obviously. Yeah. If you you tear it up into like 50 pieces. Well, yeah, if you lose the flip. And then you, you throw it all over. Well, yeah, if you lose the flip, you wasted six mana. This is. People like this? No, people are just talking about it because they're bringing the flip a coin back. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. You want to read that flavor text? Did <laughs> 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 you read all the flavor text? Simon the, Qui- Simon the Quiet? Read it in a Russian accent. Simon the Quiet filled the chest with his most precious thoughts, but in a fit of paranoia, he locked up the memory of where he hid the key. Oh, I hate when that happens. Who's Simon the Quiet? <laughs> Simon? It says Simon, right? S-I-M-U-N. Simon? Is that supposed to be Simon? <laughs> Simon? Simon the, Simon the Quiet. Simon Belmont locked his whip in the strong box. So that's my kid's nickname, Simon the Quiet. <laughs> so quiet all the time. That's I don't know. Definitely it's not a box. It's like a. It looks like a porthole or something. I don't know. It's like an orb. Yeah, it's an orb. It's sorcerer's orb. <laughs> yeah. It's but I, I just I mean, aren't people just dying to know who Simon the Quiet is? He's coming. It's the big news. M eleven Simon the Quiet. I mean, we'll have to speculate that in our speculation show, but I bet he's like unblockable or something. I bet he. Uh, I bet he is. He's unblockable. He's a two-two unblockable. I bet you right now, Simon. The you know Quiet. that makes sense because he's a ninja. He's not a ninja, is he? He's quiet. See, he's unblockable. You don't know. You won't. Exactly. You won't hear him coming. There we go. We just spoiled another card. <laughs> Flavor text <laughs> comes. Guaranteed. <laughs> Promise. Flavor text comes in handy. Yeah. So anyway, the card itself is just. I don't like it. I mean, it's fun. Stupid. It's fun, but I don't know if I'd ever. Flipping coins. <laughs> As for people like me, they're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the big four spoilers, and those are in Arch Enemy. I thought there was another one, too. I thought well, there was another artifact. It was, but it was actually from a previous set. Oh. That's right. Oh, okay, so, they, oh, so it was wrong. And strangely, they only have four cards and not five, like one of each color or six. It was a, uh, it was a source, and, it, you know, I don't want to... Re- well, I guess I will repeat it, but uh, on... Uh, Monday Night Magic, I was listening, and uh, somebody had emailed Tom and said that he had a card, and it, and it was just totally a rumor, but he says he knows that they're making a dragon in M11 that's... Uh, a dragon? A dragon in M11 that's going to be a 5-5 five, five haste flying... Come on. And it's going to have protection from angels and sphinxes. And this is, remember, this is kind of, I just thought it was interesting... Because it's five is, casting cost. Yep. And this is something that I was talking with the Butcher about a long time ago. Oh, it's Red Bane Slayer. Where they were going to make a Red Bane Slayer. Or they're going to make another, somewhat, like another kind of a Bane Slayer for another color. I think red would make sense, because you really only have one red archetype. One well, red deck. So maybe they want to give red a little love. They want to make it like super red deck wins. You know what I think is really, if they were going to make another creature on par with... With the uh, Bane Slayer, I think it would almost have to be green. No, nope. you don't need you don't to. Know. No, because green is going to be the color of choice now. 
All the ramping uh, and the... Yeah, I know you always... Yeah, okay. You always eat splashing green for ramp. For blue, you're always splashing it in. Blue so is, they'll control. never do it for blue. Because blue is everybody's favorite but, color. And it, well, then how come they don't make a... How about black? Black doesn't really need it. It's got no. vampires. Yeah. I mean, they do it to colors they want to they want to make better. They want to make certain colors better. And, and you think they want to make red better? Yes. Red's been in all the top decks, except, well, except for Mythic. It doesn't dominate, though. I mean, it doesn't clean up like... Well, Jund. Jund is overrated. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is lately, but Jund, Jund is good. I mean, it's always been... I thought you were going to say the guy was like, they, they're going to make a dragon. It's like, oh really? But no, 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 so no. it's basically. So you're saying? No, and he 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 uh, had emailed Tom, and it was, and he I don't know where he said he was from Taiwan or something, and it was. I, I listened to it once, so I didn't really get the. So essentially, it was a five casting cost, five five flying haste, protection from angels and what? Sphinxes. Yeah. And it was it was more than just a haste. Oh, there was another ability, like the base player has first strike and lifelink. The dragon head, I think it was. Uh, well, haste is. Pretty, I think it was trample and haste. That's pretty nasty. So it was. It was like you know, it's on par with the bane slayer. I would say so. Ridiculous card. A uh, haste five five. That is a complete rumor, and that's something that I mean. If any, I mean, I'm sure everybody's listened to uh, Monday Night Magic already, and they already know. So. Well, that's cool. I didn't even know that. But I yeah, I was kind of more or less just telling the butcher live on air. So. That's fine. <laughs> I think that's. I think it would make sense. We, like you said, we talked about that a long time ago. We talked about it. They wanted. Time they're eventually going to do a bane slayer in every color. Well, I don't know cool. about every. Except for blue, they'll never do blue because it would be too ridiculous. I think blue needs it because then you don't think so. Blue is. They're never going to have to try to make blue better because people play. They already gave it Jace anyway. They gave it Jace the Wallet Killer. So I mean, it's already. Have you heard? I was going to mention this. Have you heard the the new tech they're doing? And I don't know where I was reading this, but they're running <laughs> Jace Bellerin in a lot of decks. And I was kind of like, why are they running Jace Bellerin? You know, he's just not that good. Because uh, I think I think it might have been the new Flores article or whatever, where he was talking about the, his new Mythic deck. But he's running like three, I think, three Jace Mind Sculptor and two Jace Bellerins. And he's running Jace Bellerin just to kill their... Jace Mind Sculptors. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But that, I didn't I didn't even think about yep. that. I'm like, Because they both say Planeswalker dash Jace, right? Yeah. And so they both die, and then he'll, yeah. then he'll drop his Mind Sculptor. He's a genius. So, that's, so he's basically got five Jace Mind Sculptors. That's so in, awesome. In that is so awesome. So I was just like, man, that's... That's clever. It reminds me way back in the day when people had, like, Ice Manipulator Wars. You know, it's like getting to that point where... Yeah, but even if you don't, if they don't have one, I mean, Jace Bellerin's not horrible. It's still no, like Nation or even. That, that's just it. That's just it. That's 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 why those guys are pros. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They got they got me like scratching my head, and I have to really think about it. And then oh. So that's it. That was out of again. That was out of Arch Enemy. There's because there's a couple of the. Yeah, those cards. The that, Eleven spoilers. Yep. And you got some playmat art that we we're gonna talk about because. Does it give us any clue to anything, or is it just... Yeah, well... Well, okay, let me see. We have the uh, Angelic Arbiter, which is a... We know it's a rare that's in a precon. Yeah, rare in a precon. There's actually... A lot of them are rares in precon, so I won't even talk about them. Yeah, I won't even talk about them. Uh, There is... 
an interesting one where it looks like there's a knight on a like a female knight on a horse okay. with a green shield. Is that Elspeth? No, definitely not Elspeth. Oh, let me pull her up. Yeah, I don't think it is. Oh, no, it's definitely not Elspeth. This, this the girl on the horse is like Asian looking. Oh, okay. And, but, and I don't uh, think Elspeth rides a horse. But I don't know. It, it kind of has led people to speculate. Like, is it is it a you know they had white knight, black knight? I mean, is it like a green knight? Oh, sure, like a protection from green. No, like a green knight. No. Like green. And it, you know, protection from yeah, red or protection got, from black. Elspeth has got brown hair. Yeah, it's not definitely Elspeth. not Elspeth. I agree. And it's, yeah, we've we've said that about everything. Everything has like a green tint to it. Because look at the merfolk. Yeah, there's kind of a green tint. I don't know. They are saying there's a lot of people are speculating now that they think wizards might be trying to do some gold border cards in in the. Uh, corset now. Well, they could, because it's not well, like they're, they're thinking that they, they're trying to do that just because you know, it's a corset, it's for beginners, you know, to kind of just get a grasp on the game, and they're thinking, you know, that's kind of an important part of the game, is to build two-colored decks, or three-colored yeah, decks. What to build. And so it'll say, like, hey, you know, look at this creature, this gold creature is, you know, green and white. There's a good color combination. Why don't you try to build something? Exactly. So they're saying that it's a, there's a chance um, that that could happen, and if it is that one, that that girl on the horse definitely looks like it'd be white and green. Judging by the art, it totally looks like that. Unless they and they may just have it white, but with some green. They might they might kind of blur the color pie a little bit, but I can't see them doing that on a corset. No, no, I'm I'm guessing it's it's probably a white card. But I think multicolored cards will make sense in a corset because I think their original idea was that it was too confusing. But it's gold border cards are not confusing. No. I mean, in fact, it helps new players because they they know what, like you said, they know what to kind of deck to build. Yeah, exactly. Like green deck yeah. around her, and if she's a knight, I'll put other things like other knights in it and other, you know. So I yeah. think it'd be a really good idea for that. Yep. And then yep. anything else stand out? Well, let me see. Let me just get to the. Uh well, there's a there is a elf, which is kind of another thing that people are. Which was the elf? There, it looks like a, a vampire. It's a female vampire elf, which is really interesting. Or just an elf, I guess it might not be a vampire. Well, it's like a black elf, right? Yeah, definitely. Everything I mean, it's like swamps in the background. There's like still on the yeah, it's like a night time. I didn't know it's an elf. Oh, look at the ears, pointy ears. I see, the ears. I see hair. Oh, it's got pointy ears. Okay. It's definitely an elf. It's not a Vulcan. It's, it's not a Vulcan, no. It is a... Yeah, so that, that, it's another one so that's So it's even more proof that they're probably going to... Sw- they're going to mix it up a little bit. Well, they're going to they're gonna make things kind of interesting, I guess. Obviously. Unless it's just an elf gone bad. That's just a full black card. Yeah, right? I mean, part of the, that's definitely a black card. I mean, there's like... Definitely some, a black card, but... Dying, decaying bodies in the background. But it's interesting that it, there's an elf on it. Interesting. It is. It's really good art, too. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the playmats. Um, there is a Chandra, Jace, and Liliana. And they're all kind of doing different things. None of them look like... None of them look like Planeswalker art, per se. I mean, it, like, you got Chandra kind of in on the right side of her playmat with, like, a flame dragon. Yeah. And then you got, with Jace, he's kind of, like, in the lower right-hand corner of his playmat, and he's got, like, a, 
He's like praying to something? Or? No, he's got like magic coming out of his eyes, holding his arms out. I mean, it's just, it. They, these look like, and Liliana Vest is like holding some guy's face and like lights shooting out of yeah. his forehead. And her eyes so are lighting Those are the Planeswalker art. Well, it's not, yeah, it's definitely not planes. Because planeswalkers are like portraits almost of them. Yeah, exactly. Like when you saw Gideon, you know, everybody was kind of like, oh, it's a new planeswalker, you know. Mm -hmm. But with these, it's definitely, you can tell there's spells. Like it's going to be like Chandra's, you know, flame dragon, or, you know, Jace is going to be some kind of blue instant. And same with Eliana Vest, it's going to be some discarding thing you can tell just by looking at it, you know. So they're really going to, it looks like they're really going to have a, the planeswalkers integrated into a lot of the cards, which which everybody complained about when uh, when Lorwyn came out, or the planeswalkers came out in uh, Lorwyn, right? Yep. And and there was not there was nothing tied to no reference to him or anything. No reference to him. Like I don't know if anybody was playing way back in Weatherlight. I mean, I remember almost every single card had like Gerard or the Weatherlight ship well, on it. That was first set where they were going with the story theme, and they really yeah. went. And that was great. That was great. I liked it. You did. I mean, yeah. Didn't you? I like Weatherlight, but I don't remember. I didn't really care about the story too much. Well, I didn't really care a lot about the story, but it was kind of nice to, you know, see it was all tied together. Yeah. I mean, and these guys are the Planeswalkers. You know, like, Gerard was like a legend that came, like, you know, three blocks later, didn't he? He came, like, way later than Weatherlight, didn't he? Well, that whole, that whole kind of storyline went through two different blocks, right? Yeah, I think so, Exodus. and So, but that's cool. I mean, so obviously, but that pretty much tells us that. So it's pretty much, yeah, it pretty much says, like, just everybody's kind of speculating, okay, Liliana's in it, Jace is in it, and Chandra's in what, it. But Jace, there's no way Jace, I mean, the mind sculpt or anything? I think so, I think so. No. There's no, you, you really think that after they print Jace the mind sculptor, they're going to come out and say, okay, now let's put. Jace Bellerin in M11? I don't know. Maybe. That I mean, that doesn't sense. make sense if they can make a new one either, but I just, I can't believe they would put... Yeah, there's no way they're going to make a third incarnation. I, I can't believe they put Mind Sculptor in a set that is, you know, it's going to be legal as long as, you know, he'll be in two sets. Yeah. But, and it's a good thing, I guess. For players. Yeah. I think so. Because it'll drop his price a little bit. Oh, yeah, a little. It might go to 40. 40, I wish. Well, he's going to be twice as available, right? He's 80 bucks now, so he'd be 40 bucks. Well, yeah, that, that makes sense. No, I mean, I, obviously Jace is in it. There's no debating it. Well, there is debating it. I mean, it could just be a spell. And yeah, but just... you can't have Jace spells and Chandra spells and Liliana spells. And they got to be they got to be. The well, they, I mean, they technically could put Jace Bellerin in it. Oh, yeah. Chandra, yeah. You know, Chandra... Nalar or whatever, and Please. no Chandra Nalar. Well, I mean, they they could just put all the core planeswalkers in for the third time, which would be ridiculous, dumb. They might do that. That'd be horrible. Pretty boring, especially Liliana. Yeah, Liliana, come on! I mean, she needs her second incarnation. I mean, they could wait until the scars. Yeah, but Chandra's going to be in scars, right? Yeah, but Liliana could be in it, too. What about the picture of the fat pack where they show the 2011 fat pack and they show Tezzer on the cover of a book? Oh, I think that's just to kick off the whole Scars of Mirrodin. Oh, okay. I think that's what that, yeah. Basically, the fat pack for 2011, like the Butcher was saying, comes with a uh, book 
a Planeswalker book or whatever, and it has a uh, Tezzeret on the cover. Yep. Clearly, a lot, a lot of people thought Tezzeret was going to be in. That's what Animal I thought. Heaven. That's what I thought at first. I didn't think so. I, there was no way. You knew they were going to throw him in scars and artifact set. You're not going to put him in a basic. It'd be pretty boring to have him in, yes, yeah, a basic set without a ton of artifacts. It'd be pretty lame. Yeah. So. So that's that. That's the pictures. Okay. So that's that's the playmats. We got the preview cards. So 2011. I mean, just by the four cards you've seen. I mean, I I think it looks like they're all commons or uncommon. Yeah, but they're actually all playable and they're decent cards. So that's yeah. a good start. It's a good start. Yeah. For other season. Nothing spectacular, but... Combo-y cards or yeah. side, sideboard cards, for sure. That's great. Do we want to talk about the... Was it Elspeth versus Tezzeret deck? Do you know anything about what's going on with that? That's a, that's coming out what? I know. Yeah. Or it might be two months or a month. Yeah, I don't know. And that's the other reason why people... But basically, it's a big deal just because it's Elspeth and Tezzeret. And Elspeth, everybody knows, goes for, what, 40 bucks around there, and Tezzeret's about 10 bucks. So they're so going to sell out right away. It's 20 bucks. Well, they'll sell out on paper right away. But then people thought that Elspeth was going to be in the core set, right? I don't know why you would think that. I mean, those... those. I, yeah, I guess... I don't know. Yeah, I guess there hasn't been a Planeswalker that's phased out yet. Nope. But I think, I mean, I, I have a feeling it's Elspeth and Tezzeret and... You know, all the originals, like Jace Bellerin and Chandra Lar, they're all gonna, they're all gonna phase out once this rotation hits, so. It would make sense. If they're, if they're well, unique I mean, to shards. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting to see what happens to these prices of, like, you know, what happens to a planeswalker once it goes to, into an ex, just extended, you know? I mean, is the price gonna drop a lot? Is it still gonna be worth a lot? I mean. That depends. I think something like Elspeth is, you know, might end up sitting at around 15 bucks. It'll go down, but yeah, I think you're right. It'll Especially since this one's coming out. I like, actually, I like the art of the new Elspeth and, and the new Tezzeret better. Really? Than the originals, yeah. It's pretty rare when the art's better. Usually it's worse. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like the, uh, the other Jays or the other, the other uh, Chandra. You know what the worst art was for one of those was that was the pre-release Nocturnus. Oh yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, horrible. I have one. Every time I see that Magic Online, I, I chuckle like I just chuckle a little bit. Yeah, because you know you know they can't afford like that one. Well, it's so, not that. It's just that one's like it's what? so so much of a difference like price wise too. Well, don't you have an alternate art Liliana? Right, you can't get rid of it. Oh no! Yeah, I can she never get rid of it. Yep. Yeah, and the and the art on some of it's on actually the Liliana alternate art for her Planeswalker deck was actually pretty good. I liked it. I didn't like the Garrick one though. I didn't think it was horrible. Yeah. I mean, I'd still play with it. I just think that Nocturnus one was bad. <laughs> it was like Nosferatu, like the old school, like Dracula, like on a kind of. on a castle ledge or something, like looking over. Yeah. He looked like Spawn to me. Spawn. Spawn takes his mask off. <laughs> That's what you remind me of. Alright. Any other news? I guess we could talk about the Arch Enemy stuff, but we don't really want to. 
Yeah, we yeah. talked about it last you week and, and the week before. They have, the, they, have all the, they have all the names of the schemes or whatever. Mm-hmm. They spoiled some more today on Daily Magic or the Mothership, you know, what they actually do. And they're pretty funny. That's actually starting to look pretty fun. Yeah, they're all basically instead of like, they're all kind of sentences, like or little taglines, like every scheme, you know, like, are you worth the wait? Or, you know, just... <laughs> yeah. Just Feed the machine. Em- embrace my diabolic vision. Yeah. And they do some pretty cool stuff. I mean, one of them lets you draw four cards, and oh, yeah. the next turn you don't have to, you know, discard. So it'll be kind of fun. Yeah. I hope you buy it so we can try it. I'm not going to buy it. Ah, uh, yes, you are. Oh, Just no, kidding. I'm not. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I'll have... Money Banks buy it. There you go. Somebody we know is going to buy it. Yeah, I'd love to play it. I'd like to play it maybe once or twice. If it, yeah. was, what if it was online, would you play it if it was online? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, that's that's kind of what bothers me, is that that won't ever be online. Or, you know, it won't be for a while until they fix the whole format. I think if it really took off, like it was huge and everybody played it, it would be online. Really? It's just kind of a niche. The multiplayer online is so horrible, though. It's so horrible. Well, I think you do 20 people on the screen. Like, each each little car, like, everybody's window. Uh, no, that looks so bad. It would be tough. You almost have to not be able to see your allies, you know. Yeah, I don't know how they would do it, but it sounds fun. I mean, it actually might be kind of fun just to go to the pre-release, just to play it once. But yeah. so I don't know if you have to buy it. Does everybody have to buy one? Well, oh, yeah, probably. I know they're they are doing a pre-release for it yeah, too. Yeah, actually, it's a release. So. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That might be kind of fun to go try it, and I mean, I wouldn't mind playing with twenty people to try to kill somebody or vice versa. You know. Yeah, you know, it'd be fun. I'd I'd like to do it. My genius knows no bounds. Yeah. Exactly. That's how it, that's how it is. Yeah, and then, by the way, the deck list, they've got some of the deck lists up too. They're really nothing special, but they come with a lot of rares. They though. do, and they actually have a lot of removal. I noticed, and a, a lot of decent cards because they have to. I mean, else you're just gonna get slaughtered. Yeah. So it's all kind of coming together though, pretty good. Yeah. I give them an A. Really? What would you give them? <laughs> I'll give them a B plus. B plus. Sorry, you're a tough man. To I'm a tough judge. Tough judge. Arbiter. Any other news? Are we missing something? Feels like it. No. Really? Checked everything? You checked all the, the secret news sources? The un- yeah. underground sources? Yep. No news that I saw. And we'll probably get some more spoilers, huh? As by next two weeks or so. Start trickling out. We should be getting some, yep. Yeah. I want to try, by the way, to get an exclusive spoiler card. I'm gonna, oh, you do? I'm going to try to get one for us. I have to email somebody at Wizards, but I don't know if they'll do it. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'll try. We'll see. We're, we're as big as we are. It's huge yeah, as we, I mean, are. we are. huge. They should listen to it. They us. might. We tell them we got a couple listeners. They might Yeah. step up. So we'll see. I think it's kind of tough, but we'll see. All right, so now we got the news over with. We're going to move on to, well, I guess we're going to what we're playing. Oh. Yeah, we don't have a lot to talk about this week. I've got a really neat idea. <laughs> what, <laughs> your deck? Allies. <laughs> I actually built an ally deck. Yeah, I and, think we were making fun of it so much that you were just like, I'm going to try well, it. Well, it's funny because ally decks really aren't that great. Well, they but, can't be. 
But just when you got when you got certain like sometimes with certain decks that you play, it's fun. We're laughing because the Magic Online changed their picture to the was it the Magos? It's fixing Magos. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, a great rare. It's like my grandpa, like with wings, like staring <laughs> at me and like laughing and like okay. But anyway, uh, yeah, I built an ally deck, and of course I have to put a little twist on it because if I didn't, it would just be like every other lame ally deck out there. What was your twist? I'm not telling. It's such a good twist, I'm not going to say. No, I'm just kidding. Well, it good? No, I'm... <laughs> well, I, I really want to... I'm pulling the deck list up. I don't even know if I'm going to post this deck list. I might put it under your name. <laughs> no. I have nothing to do with the allies. But it's it's basically mono white with a splash of green. Yep. And I'm running for green. I'm running Haro because I'm in love with it. And to kind of thin my deck out. Yeah. But the big secret tech is summoning trap. Oh yeah, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I know you were kind of like. I'm like, take that. And out, it's dude. funny because you're like, well, you got well when you're watching me play the other day, you're like, oh, that's not a bad deal. You probably got like an Imrakal or another, or like a, you threw in a one Eldrazi in there. I'm like, no. <laughs> no like, I'm I just, gonna... I just have it in there to pull up another ally. Because believe it or not, you need to get if you play an ally, you need to get him out. There's Grandpa staring at you now. He's pulling up the... Yep. So, by adding the, the secret tech, which nobody would ever use but me, I also added a couple of Harabaz druids, you know, the ally that taps for... Any color. Yeah. See, my whole thing is I thought you should have just went mono white on it. I got in the summoning trap. Oh, man. So, basically, what I'm doing, and I said basically again, I have a lot of, I have a lot of protection stuff. You know, three brave the elements... Three emerge unscathed. I'm running four evangels because that's basically the only way you're going to win with this deck. Mm-hmm. Is giving them protection, and the protection is not only for attacking, but it's pr- to protect them. Cause well, the, that's why you have the summoning traps. And the no, well, yeah, the summoning trap is kind of like a last ditch effort. If I need to either get, you know, grab a evangel or just any ally to pump them up. And I'm also running four join the ranks. I don't know why people aren't playing with join the ranks. That card is amazing. Yeah. Come on. So that's really it. It's just a model white allies with some green in there. Summoning trap will surprise every opponent. Especially yeah. when you pull like a hot of free blade off of it. Really yeah. cool. <laughs> and then just for good measure I got one world queller in there. Just just to get rid of I don't 'cause I don't have I don't have any removal. Which is also smart. So I, I'm gonna t- I guess Dude. the deck's name is No Removal Summoning Trap Allies. <laughs> you can bet that if you go into tournament practice, you're gonna clean up with this deck. Yeah, it actually does win. I mean, you'd be surprised; these things are nasty. It does. They right. give protection. It's just a fun deck, all right. So there you have it. I'll. I don't know if I'll pull that deck list up. Maybe I'll see if people want to want it. But I know most people are annoyed by allies. I had a lot of people complaining. Complaining about, like, nice deck, you know. Yeah, nice ally deck. Yeah, those people that yell at you. Yeah, I know. It's it's sad. <laughs> We're going to talk about, well, we'll talk about that a little later. Yeah. But it was pretty funny. I, You know, usually I'm the one saying, you know, nice allies, loser. And yeah. Like, allies, really? Really? Are you serious? It's pretty funny. That deck looks really hard to play. It looks really complicated. Yeah, one guy yeah. said that, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, my gosh, what are you going to do? Drop a planes or something like that? <laughs> it's, a, it's a white deck, I mean. Um, but I did pull the summoning trap, and he did take notice. <laughs> I don't. I, that was a different guy. 
I don't know. But, it, you know, it has, like, Andrew Cleric, a couple Andrew Clerics. It, it, it needs a little tweaking, I'll be honest. But there it is. We'll call it Butcher Allies, or Summoning Trap Allies, whatever you want to call it. So. Butcher Allies. There you go. All right, what do you got? I'm sure you got something better. Uh, well, I've been I've been working on my Sky Ruin deck a little bit. Area of the Sky Ruin. Area of the Sky Ruin, the land. It's a white land where if you uh if you have seven planes, you, and you get it online, it will uh take a creature out of your graveyard every upkeep and put it into play for you. Nice. And um, basically, I run three Path to Exile, three or four perimeter captains. Well, it's a mono white deck. It's mono white. Change the pace for you. Yeah. Well, no, because I yeah, it is kind of because the only deck lists I have up, I think, are uh, my red and white, my blue, my red and black deck. So yeah. So you're running mono white, and it's an enchantment. De- is this your enchantment deck? Mm-mm. No, that's my green and white. Where's your all umber deck you're working on? I took that up. Oh, okay. I didn't even. Yeah, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Now you're just gonna read some of the cards though. So it's a control deck essentially. Mono it's white a, control. Yeah. <laughs> Should I read what's in it? Or? Yes. It's a mono white control deck, and it, uh, like I said, the creature creature wise, it only has four perimeter captains. Um, it's like three Knight of the White Orchid, two core Skyfishers, four Wall of Omens, two Transcendent Masters. Um, it has two Linvala, Keeper of Silence, one Wall of Reverence. And then two Blaine Slayers and one World Queller. Then I have uh, two Gideons in there and one Ajani. Three Day of Judgments, three O-Rings, three Honor of the Pure, and three Path to Exile. So it's a lot of creatures. It's 21 creatures, three Planeswalkers. You're kind of using the wall thing with the Perimeter Captain. So what do you do with this deck? You just... Basically the whole deck is, is just... Stall? You, you just sit there, you stall with the walls, and then uh, you take a beating, kind of. Usually they don't even attack, but you're just trying to get you're trying to get to that the seven land threshold. And it's pretty much it's pretty much game over at that point. And then you just I know you were saying you just had like transcendent master. You you basically get them to indestructible mode. Yeah, and what I'll do is yeah. Well, that's I've I've actually had mirror matches against other uh, sky ruin decks mm-hmm. where they use the core cartographers and like all the expedition maps, and they just basically ramp to that point. Yep. Whereas I just kind of try to control the board to that point, and um, yeah, and they'll they'll uh, they don't run transcendent master usually for some reason, which I think is weird because I'll just dump. I'll I'll get him into indestructible mode, and then I'll just day of judgment, and the board's clear yep. on my side and their side, yep. and then I'll just attack with him because he's indestructible. Yep. So. So how has it been playing? It plays really well. It works. It works well. It works uh, a little bit better than my old one used to. You beat my allies. Oh yeah, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think it could because <laughs> I could just day of judgment. And your allies would. Yeah. Or I could path them. Or or ring them. Yep. So yeah. So that's about it. Yeah, well, I haven't been playing too much this last week, but I did. I'm actually working on another secret deck. Uh, with my, it's what 35 lands. What's it called? I don't have a name yet. Oh yeah, yeah I do forever young. Forever young. Yeah. And I don't know why I called it that yet, but whatever. But, I'm, but it's so top secret. I'll wait till next week. And I may yeah. never. You may never hear from it again because it's pretty bad. 
It's 35 lanes. It's, it's cool, but it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I have been working on... Uh, what else are you working on? I've been trying to make the... Uh, I've been trying to do some of the core spirit dancers and the face enchantment one, yeah. But, you know, a lot of people have been splashing the blue in there for the spreading season. And I know it's it's a different tactic. It's good. But I had, you know, I did it before where I had the just the blue-white enchantress deck. Mm. And it, I wasn't impressed. I like the mono-white one better. But, um... The build, the current build I have for what is it? So it's green and white. Green and white. And it's, you can see there's really not a whole lot of green. A lot of, a lot of bears. Oh, bear umbras. Yeah. There's there's two bear umbras. How's that working for you? That works great. Really? Yeah, because usually what'll happen is I'll play something and they'll counter, like they'll counter it, and then I'll then I'll do the bear umbra and then attack and untap all my stuff and then I'll just play out my hand and I'll just be drawing, drawing and drawing. Well, sure. basically, the way the deck works is I have the core spirit dancers, the Mesa Enchantress, and the Orinarlids, which are basically the only creatures I have. I have four of each. And then I have uh, three Sigil of the Empty Throne and then uh, three Luminarch Ascensions. Other than that, it's a lot of, like, uh, Journey to Nowhere, Pacifism, O-Rings, or kind of the like, removal I have. Then I have the four Canopy Covers, uh, two Hyena Umbras, two Snake Umbras, and then two Bear Umbras. And that's that. And you're now, still testing it? Yeah, and I'm still testing it, but that so far it has been the the best mix of auras that are positive for my creatures and, like, negative removal auras or enchantments. Exciting. What's the deck, what's the deck called? Uh, uh, what is it? Enchantress Angel Factory. Oh, because you're still using the, uh... Yeah. Oh, that's a <laughs> single <laughs> the empty throne. That's right. I thought you were using... Oh, you are using Luminarch, too. Yeah, I'm using uh, them both. That's that's the Angel Factories. Well, yeah, because I was going to say, if you're just using the the uh, Luminarch Ascension, that's not really a factory. It's more like a sweatshop. <laughs> you got yeah. both in there. You <laughs> got that and the single the empty throne. That's more of a factory. That is kind of a factory. I just pumping them out. <laughs> Actually, the, the thing that's really surprising with the deck is I'll be... I just can't really believe how much I draw. Oh, I know. I, was I, I, will, I will draw so many cards, especially, you know, and then with the Bear Umbra and stuff, I'll just be playing out, you know, my hand. So it's... Once I kind of got a good lock, it's nice, but it's tough. I mean, if they just keep killing my creatures before I can get the... Uh, well, you just got to kill... Them armor on them, then it's... Yeah, you got to kill the Spirit Dancer or the... Other one, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that kills you. But, <laughs> but sometimes, I mean, it, it it helps to have the sigil or the sigil of the empty throne in there too, because if I can kind of stall them out past turn five, then all I have to do is like O ring or pacify one of their things, then I'll get a four or four. Yeah. So for one, yep. So there you go, and that's I mean, you you had this deck before, right? You just kind of kind of not really. I mean, the, the one I was running before was the mono white enchantress deck. And that was the one where I had the uh, the Mesa Enchantress. I think I was running uh, Bane Slayers and uh, the Wall of Reverence. And then it was just, yeah, it was actually probably better than this one, to tell you the truth. But I wanted to try the Ornarlids. I wanted it to be more of a more of a budgety casual deck. Yeah, yeah. that's all mine are. Under all budget. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I had the Bane Slayer in here, and I'm like, nah, I'm taking it out, or else, you know. Not budget. Uh, or else it seems like I'm trying to make this deck good when it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus you'll just win the game every time. Bane Slayer, not. You won't earn it. You won't earn you won't it. honor that. You won't honor the opponent. <laughs> I have to honor them. So, well, I, I, I'll put my deck list up because I think it's it's so good. Somebody could do something with it. Somebody Basically, all you got to do is take out the summoning traps <laughs> and all the green stuff. And Haro. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I just hope I get credit for it when it wins a Pro Tour or something. That's all I ask. You might win that uh, Mana Nation Rogue, Rogue Deck yeah. Award. But I don't know. That is kind of an archetype. Allies? Oh, yeah, it's real popular. It's top aided. It's top aided. Yeah, that's the Cascade one. It doesn't matter. See, I want to do stuff different. I want to just try stuff. I want to give our listeners something fresh from the. What was that one card called? What okay. card? Spellbox or the Summoner's Spellbox? Simon the Quiet's Box? Yeah, Simon the Quiet's Box. I want to have something different. Something different? Alright, so that's about it. We don't have anything too crazy. No. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen anything really interesting online this last week, as far as, like, new crazy decks. I mean, one guy had a pretty cool, like, vampire slash lifelink slash... What else do you have in it? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. It All I know is that you were playing that guy for 20 minutes, man. You guys were down to, like, three minutes yeah. each. <laughs> I beat him, though. Fair and square. Forever Young. Forever with Forever Young, yep. Forever Young did it. Oh, but I haven't seen I haven't seen any, too much innovation yet this last week. Yeah, nothing no, crazy. Nothing new. No, I've I've played a few. I've seen a, a a few uh black and green decks that are somewhat impressive, but Really? Yeah. Yeah. Bench Vines? No. Yes. No blood gas. No, it it they're just uh Mustard Pauls? No, they're just ramp. Everybody's ramp right now. Yeah, everybody's ramp. Yeah, I'm casual. No, but I'm talking in tournament. Oh, really? I can see it. A lot of crazy. And, of course, all the staples in tournament practice, too. So let's talk about etiquette real quick, and then we'll take a break. Okay. And what... <laughs> why are you smiling? Why are you laughing? No, it's just etiquette. I just wish more people had my... My culture. <laughs> yeah. So what do we what do we really want to talk about? You want to talk about what people like get mad and or when they what do they say when they're losing? Well, what? Well, maybe we should talk about how we are. You know, just an example of because we're kind of polar opposites. As well, how are you? Well, you see me play. You ever get mad? Oh yeah. Well, what do I you get, do when you get mad? I stop playing. Well, I don't know. You've seen me get mad. I I kind of more or less. I'm really calm. You just kind of talk to yourself a little bit. I kind of am like, like, oh, man. Yeah, like, oh, You always play the shuffler. Well, (laughs) not necessarily, you know, because I'll be like, oh, man, I can't believe he top-decked that. Or like, oh, there's nothing. If they play a certain thing that's like my deck has a weakness against, I'll be like, there's nothing I can do. There's no way. You know, like, I just accept defeat. Well, sometimes. And then then if I draw into something that gives me a shot, I'll be like, oh, nope, never mind. Oh, here we go. You know, like. I don't really. It's you know. I don't get too caught up Do you in concede, it. Are you a concede kind of guy? Like, well, concede. No, like, not really. 
I mean, sometimes, sometimes I will be. Well, if you're like, if you're completely locked, you'll concede. If I'm completely locked, I'll be like, but you won't be like, if someone plays like four relentless rats, and you're playing an ally deck, <laughs> and you have three allies out, but they have four rats out, would you concede there? It would depend. So you're running no removal and summoning trap. <laughs> but I would, never, what to me I would never build a deck that didn't have any kind. It has to have some See, kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's you and I are different that way too. But yeah, we do build decks quite a bit different. I I build really mid rangey decks yeah. that that are really. They always have like an answer for some, or you know, they they kind they can kind of deal with a lot of different things. Yeah, because the butcher really will like focus on it on a on an idea for a deck. You know, and then everything in that deck revolves around that idea. Well, I could put some removal. I think I should put some removal in it, which I may do. But generally, I mean, like, your Warp World deck doesn't have removal, does but it? I don't need it, because it's just, it, it pops. Yeah, but all you have to do is counter that Warp World. So? <laughs> so what? <laughs> well, that, that's what I'm saying. It's shut down, you know? No, because so, I can have two Warp Worlds. That's happened a lot. Well, yeah, okay. yeah, if you're playing, like, a blue-white control deck, yeah, I don't. Yeah, like, let's play. say you have that Oracle of Dulmaya or Moldai out, and there's a Warp World on top. All they're gonna do is save their counters for Warp Worlds, right? No, they may want to. They may want to see what happens. Roll the dice. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, I I would probably lose, but uh, but I'm not gonna run count. Kind of style. You generally build like around a combo or around. I build a deck, a man's deck. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. need no removal. I'm usually gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm going to beat you with attrition or just whatever. Uh, if you're fast enough, you can. So, how well, I don't know. How do I describe myself? I, I'm not calm. I'm the opposite <laughs> of you. Yeah. I get mad a lot. But it just depends. Like, some, I mean, sometimes I don't really care, but if I, like, if I start losing, like, three or four in a row, then I get pretty mad. Yeah, but that's what's funny, too, because then you'll be like, just one more. I just need to win. Yeah. Well, then yeah, I, I just, build my blue-white deck, usually, if I, in casual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my blue-white deck is that I, with Gideon's and Jason's, and I put yeah, it slaughter somebody. one of those people. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it doesn't always work. Like, I've, I've yeah, that deck's lost to allies before. Yeah. But usually it does. Well, I've done that, too. I've done that where I've I've gotten slaughtered, like, all night, and I'll just be like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bust out my, like, big gun. Yeah. My big gun, and then they just... And I'm the, Hopefully guy, win. I'm the guy that'll concede, like, even if I shouldn't concede, like, maybe I could come back. Oh, yeah. I'll concede, because I'm like, I can't win. You know, I just... I've, yeah, you've... Yeah, you, I'm you're a early conceder. Early conceder, yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, like, two and I, three. And I, like, if Baneslayer comes out, it's like, I concede. <laughs> keep in mind, we're talking about Magic Online. And when I get mad, like, maybe one out of ten times I hit the table. You call me yeah. a table hitter. He's a table smasher. Bam! You know... Mouse throw. I did that one time. I threw a mouse at, what was it? Buddy Big's laptop. <laughs> yeah, he almost broke my mouse. Um, <laughs> laptop of his. So I get kind of, you know, I get pretty cranky. And it's not it's not uncommon. I mean, there are people like I that. usually don't say anything to people. But there are the rare occasions when I'll say something stupid. Like, uh, nice deck, or, you know, just something really mean. So unfortunately, yeah, I don't. But the one thing I don't do is I'm not a sore winner. No. Never. I never rub it in. I never like tell people like you know. No, that's well, what we actually agree on is we don't we don't do the uh well the magic online, you know, or or even even in uh I've played people like in at tournaments and stuff where they will actually 
before they attack you, they're like, I'm going to kill you this turn. Are you ready? And you're like, what? Yeah. They just and, then, and then they go, and then you'll, you know, like, oh, and I'll just pat that. And they'll be like, oh, never mind. Yeah, it's I, like, I, I mean, that. but I hate that, like, well, people, when people announce, like, okay, good game, or good game, and then before they even attack you, you know. And most of the time, they, they're right, they're going to win. But there I are, there, there are those occasions where they they won't win, you know. I look at it like it's a jinx. Like if you say, you know, people are, there's people yeah, that say exactly. good game. So you're sailing. Yep, or they yep. say good game before. That you're supposed to say good game if you lose on Magic Online. If you lose, you say GG. Yeah. If you're going to lose or concede. Yep. There's people that, like, are winning, it'll be like, good game. And that's that's not appropriate, right? You're supposed to you're only supposed to do that if you're losing. Yeah, oh yeah, there's, yeah, I think it's, like you said, it's just a really kind of a cocky thing to do, like, good game, you're dead. Yes, I don't do right that. now, you know. And keep in mind, I don't hit tables and stuff at any type of events. I never do it at Friday Night Magics. Oh, no, I no. never do it in not public. In, no, not, not in public. <laughs> well, I do it in, with my friends sometimes. I'll, like, angrily oh, shut yeah. their deck or. Yeah, I've seen cards go up in the air yeah. a few times. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but not in not in any type of event. I obviously keep my cool because yeah. I don't want to be that guy. But I am that guy online. There's no question. <laughs> I guy. usually don't say stuff to people, and you do. I notice you will say if somebody says something to you first, then you'll. Oh you'll yeah, actually, that. that you're right. I'm actually pretty. If somebody says something to me like "good game," like that, like that's a good example. Somebody one time said, you know, "good game" to me, and I'm like. Like, well, it's not over yet. And then I, I ended up winning and beating him. And he, and he kind of, I could tell he was on the other end, like, hitting the table, you know, just freaking out. He's like, you, you know, that was cheap or blah, blah, blah. And, and I, I remember going, like, you know, kind of sending private messages to him, like, back and forth, you know, for, like, over the period of, like, 30 minutes where he's kind of like. That, all that? Well, he just kept, he kept talking to me, you know, and we were kind of. I wasn't happy. I was just kind of like, "Hey, buddy, you know, if you're, if you're going to say something stupid like that before before the game's even over, you got to kind of realize that you know I'm going to say something stupid back when when I happen to win." Yeah. You know, so <laughs> you get. I don't know. I'm one of those people that are just kind of like you know. You really need to think about what you say before you say it. See, I I, but, I usually like if someone says something stupid like that and I win. I yeah. don't say anything. That's what, see, I'm, cause I'll watch a lot of the Butcher's games and people will say stuff to him. Nice deck, jerk. Well, they'll say something, yeah, they'll say something like that. Whereas, you know, where it was me, I'd get kind of defensive and be like, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he'll just kind of be like, he'll just brush it off, like, you know, like, I can't do that. Then know? if I have, if I have like four allies out and someone plays a day of judgment, I'll punch the table. Yeah, you'll push the table. <laughs> so it's really weird, like, so that, I just don't but. like to lose. I mean, that's, I don't care about the people, really. I just don't like to lose. See, I, I care about idiots. If I'm playing yeah. an idiot or somebody that's got like a just run in their mouth like crazy, you know, that then it's just I'm just gonna get annoyed with it, and I'll usually tell them, you know. But the one thing you and I have in common is if we see somebody with like some crazy deck that even if they get slaughtered, we usually say something like "nice deck," you know. Yeah. People probably think we're sarcastic, but I'm always I love to see different people play different decks, like yeah. crazy decks. So I usually say something like, you know, nice, cool deck, you know, and, and a lot of times people might think I'm sarcastic, but. But you're not. But I'm not. I'm being honest. It's from the heart. Yeah. Well, I always believe you should repay in kind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Unless you perish the thought. Yeah. Well, that's what I got. If I start losing, I got to perish the thought. <laughs> that's what I got to do. 
You do. Yeah. You know, but see, because I get on tilt. It's like in you know poker players that talk about getting on tilt. When it's just you get mad and you don't play your best. You're not at your best. No, that, that's uh, I notice that happens because yeah. Because I'll miss land. Like I'll miss. I, I think I, that's I, just a common thing too. I think that when people get too wrapped up in the game, you're gonna see that they make a lot of mistakes. Sure. You know, and I'll notice that, like, when you kind of start, you, you can tell, like, it'll it'll take one game, you know, it'll be a game where it's pretty close, and you might, you know, you have a shot, and then he'll do something, like, it just flip the game on you, and then you'll just be like, wah, you know. <laughs> 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 remember, remember that lust for war? That oh, was, yeah. That was best. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> My Bill O'Reilly moment? Well, yeah, it was kind of like the Bill O'Reilly <laughs> And it is just—it was just hilarious because it, we didn't. This was like right, right after Riseville Drizzy came out. And it was that, that night even? Yeah, it was that. Was that night. Like you or somebody else? We were playing somebody else. And a tree speaker out. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a tree speaker out, and the guy played Lust for War on his tree speaker. Which was done in three so lives. done either way. Yeah, you were done either way. <laughs> it's just like. You're like, okay, I won't attack with it, or I'll tap it, or you know, you thought you could get away from that three damage. Or I something. thought if you if it attacked, you took damage. <laughs> yeah. But it's never becomes tapped. Yeah, and it and it has to attack if it isn't tapped. Yeah, it has to attack every turn. So. Well, it's got a lust for war. Yeah, and it, and it, and it, as long as that creature's alive with that enchantment, you're getting hit for three damage every turn, basically. So it's a three life. And as I was being sneaky, I'm like, I'm just going to tap it and add the mana. And I, I didn't even use it. I'm like, no mana burn, you know, I'm I'm smart. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, the thing popped up with a like, sad music. Yeah. I'm like, what the smithereens? What the heck? <laughs> what the smithereens? <laughs> like, what does it do? What does that card even do? I don't know what it does. What does it do? Yeah, I remember because you didn't know. You didn't know, like I didn't read the card. I'm like, who? I thought it was horrible. I remember because when we were doing the spoiler for the podcast a long time ago, I'm like, this card might be all right. It looks all right. And you're like, it's dumb. It's <laughs> <laughs> like it's dumb. Yep. It's I'm like, no, think about it. Because if you put it on a thing, you're like, it's, what's next? Like a slug. Yeah, that's why I thought. I think that's why I thought it was funny because you didn't. Like, I don't. What does it do? It does like five different things. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he just. Uh, it was funny. Yeah, but I, I hit the table. Then I said, "No, I didn't throw the mouse." That's when you. I remember you. No, you stood up and you slammed your laptop screen down like you closed it. You're like, no, I, I was done with it. I was done for the day. So I just <laughs> shut my laptop. Yeah, he's just like, I am. You're like, I don't know what it does. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't know. I was just laughing. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Thanks. That's usually what happens is I'll start laughing when the butcher goes goes critical. Well, we we get together a lot. We play Magic Online together, like, in person, but we each have our own laptop and all that stuff. Yeah, like, usually that's kind of how we do it. We anyway. never play in the same events because that's against the rules, but... No, I don't think... We, well, we're sharing the same IP. Yeah, we just so. basically play casual, like, he'll play a game and I'll watch or whatever. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Because we don't play paper anymore. Not anymore, no. Yeah, unless we're using money back stuff, so. So I guess <laughs> after that story, I don't know what else we can say about etiquette. I mean, what? I mean, you definitely don't want to say good game unless you're losing. <laughs> yeah. 
You don't want to you don't want to make fun of somebody's deck really ever, right? No, I think I always thought that was really tacky yeah, too. And I did that too. That's happened to me where I I think I went into a uh, and especially right when I started playing Magic Online, I didn't really have much of a collection. Yeah. And I think I I, I ended up building some kind of weird. De- I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it was the best I could build with what I had. Yeah. And I think I tried playing EDH on uh, Magic. on Magic Online yeah. and. Uh, I don't know who I was playing against. It was just a total jerk, though. And he had some something where he could look through my library, you know. And it was like, you know, five players or four players. And he's, like, telling everybody what I had in my deck and stuff. He's like, oh, my God, guys, he's got this in there. He's got this. Oh, this is the worst Wait deck I ever saw. He was typing that in? Yeah, he was telling everybody what I had in my deck. And I know was watchers? No, there's other people that are playing oh, right. that EDH. aren't on my team. Yeah. Gotcha. And I mean, and the, the sad thing is I ended up beating him, but then everybody else knew what was in my deck, and plus, you know, so I was just like, oh, screw this. Yeah, it's never really appropriate. I mean, if you, if you play, especially in casual, if you're playing... Well, EDH is pretty casual. I mean, that's about as casual as you can get. Yeah. Usually, I mean, that's the way I look at EDH is if you, you know, if you only have one of a card or, you know, I mean... EDH is kind of like, it's casual. It's about as casual as casual can get. Yeah. Yeah, and casual doesn't mean you're a bad player. No, it, it just means mean it's easy. You don't want to spend an assload of money. Yeah. You, I mean, you might have one Jace, and maybe you don't want to build a deck and or buy three more. You know, yeah. Maybe you just want to build a really <laughs> awesome EDH deck. Or Singleton deck. And we had, uh, well, which we'll get into the comments, but I think we had a couple people start asking us about EDH. We don't talk about it much, but we don't really play it too much right now. I do. I do. You played it, you played it on paper, yeah. It's just well, Magic last... Online, we don't like it. We don't like that EDH. Well, the thing is with Magic Online is the multiplayer is horrible. It's horrible on, on Magic Online. It's just uh, when it splits your, your, your monitor... Into four screens, and yeah. I mean, the cards just... See, I don't have a problem with that, per se. I do. I, I do. It just takes so long. Like, I'm so impatient, because it's like, you got to wait. Well, you know what the other thing is, too, is that with the multiplayer online, is we end up always... Because we've tried it a couple times, right? Yeah. And it, it's like you were saying last week, is you'll get people... Because you start with 40 lives, so you'll have somebody play a fellow in our Sovereign, you know... Like kind of cheap things like that in multiplayer, like or mill or or they'll do mill. Luminar Ascension's really good. Mill is like yeah, yeah Ascension's really good. Like certain cards are just really good multiplayer, and and it's just people people that kind of capitalize on that are are just you know kind of ruin the whole multiplayer experience. Yeah, I mean I can't blame them if it's part of the if it's if it's legal and it's legit. Yeah, but I don't know when I think of when I think of like a. You know, two-witted dragon, I think more casual, I think more, you know, just for fun, like just whatever, kind of junky cards that, you know, cards that you want to play, but you don't even want to make a deck in casual, like, you know, cards that you just want to try out. Summoning Trap. Yeah, yeah. Summoning Trap, whatever, you know, Summoning Trap Allies, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Anything else on etiquette? I mean, we kind of just told some brief story. We just kind of talked about who we are, I guess, with... Kind of, yeah. I mean, we kind of... But that, that, you know, that... Yeah. People just gotta... People will be getting... I notice people get really angry, and it's like, you gotta relax. Well, there, yeah, there's certain... And, and then there's poor winners. Yeah, those people are really... Annoying. We know, we know... Yeah, I mean, we know some poor winners. We know some... I mean, there's different types of people. 
I mean, some people will get mad. Like, uh, there's some people that when they win, they'll be like, hey, look at this is, hey, look at this is, you know, this is why I beat you. Or look at, look at this is what I was going to do next. I was going to do this to you after this. And, hey, wait, come here. Look at, look what else I had in my hand. It's like, I don't care. Who cares? Or, like, people like the really sore losers that are like, you know, do this kind of the same thing where they're kind of like, ah, you know, look what else I was going to draw. Yeah, if I would have drew this, I could have, I could have got rid of that card. I could have got rid, you know, it's like, who cares, man? Just, Try to be a good sport, you know, either way. Exactly. The more you can remember is just a game, the easier it's going to be. The better thing about about being a good sport is is you're going to play better. Oh, yeah. If you don't get mad, but it's it's hard sometimes. The calmer, the cooler you are, it's easier to look at just kind of the game and just kind of step back and not get all emotional in it. (laughs) It does suck, though. I mean, I'm telling you, it sucks like when you miss... You know, you miss a step, or you click, you're clicking the mouse, and it just skips over your attack phase, and you're like, God damn it! <laughs> you know, that happens. I mean, that that happens, and then you just you're like, oh, I'm dead. I mean, after that, you just got to be like, oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know, or maybe even there, I might have a shot, but just write it off. All right, that was about as quick as you can do on that whole topic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like you said. I mean, it wasn't really so much about etiquette. It was kind of more about us. But making fun of me, basically. <laughs> well, whatever. All right, we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna go over our card, our card watch thing. We didn't really come up with a cool name for our little card watching. Card watch. Card watch. Uh, we should go up with something based on a magic card name, like call it ticket. Ticket. Ticket, ticket to ride. Take it to ride. We'll figure it out. And then we're going to, so we're going to do that. We're going to go over what we think is kind of like hot and not right now. And then uh, no. we'll go over comments. We're running out of time, so we're going to have to, we're going to have to contest. We're going to contest, and then you're going to, we're going to, before we go, we'll have Smoothie Pants announce this new. Oh, yeah. Uh, got to think of one quick. Wait. Yep. All right. We'll be right back with Power Creeps. Back. So let's do the card watch. Yes. You don't think of a good name yet. It's too bad. Well, you got any winners? Well, I got a lot of stuff that's kind of hot. It's, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> what? Well, I have some. Jason Mind Sculptor. <laughs> it's super hot. Median. You know, I, you know, I think one thing to really watch is. I think Lotus Cobra, which I think I already mentioned. Yeah. You got, I, I don't know well, if it's still. Here's what uh, I got. Here's what I got from, uh, from the block constructed. Basically, uh, you got the Avengers and the car, which has got to be cheap as hell, but he was in a lot of the winning decks. Um, Beastmaster Ascension. Avengers and the car is up to 450 now on Moto. Is he already? Yeah. Wow, that didn't take long. No. Beastmaster Ascension is cheap, easy to pick up. Beastmaster Ascension is twenty bucks. <laughs> it's <laughs> a buck fifteen. All right, Eldrazi Monument. Now this card is gonna get a lot better. Why? 
well, because of the the card it combos with, all his dust. Sure. Is the monument fourteen bucks? No, all his dust you have to sacrifice. Doesn't help you. Monument's fourteen tickets. Now? Yeah, fourteen to fourteen tickets. Went up three times its value. Yep. Wow. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> all his dust. Why not? They're indestructible. You, you, all his dust makes, makes you sacrifice. Oh, it makes you sack. Okay, never mind. Never mind then. That is wrong. But all his dust. I guarantee that's gone up. All his dust. Well, I think it'll be really relevant too when the new when the scars are mirrored in. Yeah, it's eight fifty, which is about where it's been. Yep. Manlands. You know those are going to go up. They have to because they can't go any lower. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised. They're that, they're ridiculously priced right now. I know. I would make sure to get four of all of them. Why not? I mean, they're dual lands too. I Who know. cares? If you're not going to use them as man lands, use them as dual lands. Forever young. Stoneforge Mystic. Well, is, is going to gain. Well, with Scar Scars of Mirrodin, you think? Yep, Scars of Mirrodin. I think Stoneforge Mystic's going to make a little bit of a comeback. Yep, and it's pretty cheap right now. It's three twenty-five. It's a, it's about a buck cheaper than it used to yep. be during its heyday. Um, Cargan Dragonlord. I mean, you're looking at your new uh, red. You know, devastating, devastating red. Seven and a quarter. It's dropping. It's dropping. So yep. now would be a good time to get it. Yep. Uh, Lodestone Golem is a card that nobody really is talking about. But I mean, you you you'd, you'd have to think in a in a heavy heavy artifact set, Lodestone Golem is going to have a place in a dash. Oops, Lodestone Bobble. Is twelve cents, but let me type in lodestone golem. Lodestone golem. Uh, this is all magic online. It's a dollar. It's really gone. It hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. So get them. Get them while they're hot. Those are those are some that I that I think are going to be gaining some value. Yeah. Well, one um, thing I wanted to say too is student of warfare is only a dollar fifteen. I'm at. I don't think he's that good. I think he's great. Are you I, kidding me? I don't know. He was kind of disappointing to me. Oh, I love that guy. I don't even. Any type of mono white. I play mono white. I don't. I don't use him. He's only a bug. Get him. He's good. He's, he's good. Not, he's not bad. So what? Anything really lo- losing out before we get into like the rotation stuff? I mean, anything currently? Anything? No. Nothing not really. Benjamin. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin's just fine. But yeah, Benjamin's what about forty bucks now? Forty-five bucks. Let's take a look. Well, I don't know about Magic Online. I'm thinking paper. It's about forty-five. Benjamin's twenty-one. On it's actually gone down a little bit online. Uh, yeah. Well, it. I mean, it. It's found like a tier one deck, I guess. But that tier one deck isn't winning. Well, I didn't top eight anything yet. It's about thirty-seven on paper. Thirty to thirty-seven to forty. Yeah. So, I mean, if you if you got them. For twenty bucks, that's not a bad price. By the way, Lotus Corp is still twenty bucks, so it's it's almost out of reach because you got to buy four of them. And you know, since it <laughs> since it's going to be a a, a mana mana producer, it's, yeah, it's going to be used in every every deck. It's that, just good that splashes green yep. for for any kind of mana production. So it's, yep. It's a sick card. If you, if you got them, hold them, keep them. Do you have any sleeper picks? Like anything that's kind of... Well, yeah. I mean, come on, Lodestone Golem? <laughs> Do you think that's, that's that's about as sleeper as you can get? Yeah, but that's going to be a while. Talk that's about. what I'd say. You're right. That's going to be a while. But that, that brings us into our whole losers. 
So what's your Our losers are basically anything in Shards of Alara or M10. I mean, you're starting to see the the hemorrhage, you know, the where people are just dumping all those cards. Yeah. Because it's getting it's getting to that point now, especially M10. I mean, well, M10's a month month and a half away. I'm eleven. I'm eleven, yeah. so you might, people are dumping that stuff. Of course, that, that's kind of a risky gamble because you don't know you don't really don't know what's going to stay and what's not. I mean, it, it's probably a mistake to dump Bane Slayers. Warpro's under ten cents. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, Bane Slayer was kind of dropping a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. But what I mean. but now it's going back. It's kind of level off at about. Well, it's a 38. It's kind of maintained. Yeah. It's, it's not dropping until people know for sure. Base layer is going to be tough. I mean, it 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 might... I can see it getting down to about 30 tickets. And we're talking tickets prices, by the yeah. way, now. So what if it's if it's not in? When will they announce it? Or if it's either way, when are they going to tell us? Because it's a pretty big deal. Oh, I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy, so man. I don't... telling us, you know... Because I, I have a feeling if, if it's in, it's going to go up right away. It's going to go really it'll, hot. Yeah. And then yeah. it'll level off, obviously, when it comes out. It comes out. And, and then I have my whole alternate art theory. Yeah. They really want, if they really wanted to be pricks and make a lot of money, well, that's how they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But then again, if they had alternate art, I'm telling you, a lot of people would dump their old Bane Slayers to get the new... Art. It would be a good thing. And the other ones would be cheaper. Which is fine. I'll play with the any art one. I don't care less. Yeah, I'd rather care. I'd rather have new art on it. But I don't care if it's cheap. It's and cheap. <laughs> it's going to be twenty bucks minimum. Yeah, you're right. Even higher. Yep. What's this, what was what's the new red Bane Slayer going to be? If it's real, is that going to be something that's like it's not going to be fifty dollars? If they have a five five. Haste, trample, protection from angels and sphinxes. <laughs> I guarantee it's going to be up there. No, can Big Bone Wand still hurt it? Oh, no. Well, I can't hurt anything. <laughs> but, yeah, I agree. It's going to be huge. Yeah, it, oh, yeah. So buy those if you can. If they're real, <laughs> get them. Get them. <laughs> yeah. That's some real good advice. <laughs> Whatever it's going to be called, get it. I'm trying to think what else. I, I really don't know. I haven't come across anything super bargain-wise. A lot of those dual lands from 2010 are dropping like crazy, too. They are. And we were kind of speculating. I think they're going to reprint them. The Butcher thinks they're going to do something a little different with them. Well, if they wanted chase cards, new chase cards, they would want to put new dual lands in. I'm telling you, they're going to have so many chase cards as it is between the, the new Mythics, a Bane Slayer and the Planeswalkers, they they don't have to worry about selling the set anymore. It's it's a done deal. That's true. So I don't think they need to make new Sun Petal Groves or Dragon Skull Summits. I mean, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be mainstays. They're good dual lands. They're great. I mean, they're, they're pretty balanced. I mean, well, and they're just nice if you have a basic out. You can, they come and play untapped. Yeah. They're they're well made, so they could reprint them and nobody would have a problem with it. I mean. Oh yeah, I think they're great. So, that hopefully they do. I mean, I I would hate to lose all mine. You know. Well, that's the thing, though. Do you buy them up right now, or do you you gotta wait? Everybody's gotta wait. That's the whole problem. Is uh, everybody's is... gotta wait right now in limbo land. But eventually, if they do come out of the next set, they will be the cheaper. You know. Yeah, that's true. Is that your phone? Yeah, is my phone going out? Yeah. You might as well just. 
not muted because we're going to hear the, the Sprint logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, well. Oops, I forgot to turn that off. It's my Daft Punk ringtone. <laughs> I don't know anything else. You kind of went by what was on the in the block construction stuff. Yeah, and that's, I mean, obviously I was really surprised with the heavy green. And, I mean, a lot of Eldrazi monuments. It's already gone up, so, I mean, these people have already, at least online. Well, online, online's always, you're always going to see things shoot up online, but, you know, way before you see them shoot up on paper. I mean, on paper, it's about seven bucks. You may want to get them. Yeah, I'm telling you, get them. Actually, we should, we should go buy some. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, because they're going to go up to, what, 16 bucks? I mean, you're making, what, eight, nine bucks off of them yep. right away, so. Exactly. Like, it's pretty safe. Anything else on that? On the, the card watch? No. It's just, it really kind of boils down to with a lot of the shard stuff. Shard stuff, I mean, you're pretty much going to dump. And it's it's at that point now where you're probably not going to buy any shards cards. You can't really, yeah. It's I mean, tough. It's just going to be a pretty much a waste of money. A lot, well, of the, a lot of the shards cards are skyrocketing down in value. I yep. mean, they're, just, they're not... It's not a good time to be trading for shards of Alara unless, you, unless you're a really big extended player and you get them at a deal. But, well, um, if you play extended, you probably get them now cheap anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But other than that, I mean, oh. now's not the time to be trying to don't have any cards, and you, now's not the time to be trying to build a, like a Mythic Bant deck or a uh, Jun deck, you know. If you don't have the cards, I'd just wait. Yeah. I, mean, I would play Block. You know, actually a lot of people do that where they kind of towards the, around the last three months or a month or whatever, they will just play block and sell off all their shard stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'll still pick and choose a few cards, but I'm definitely not going to buy, like... Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's, there's going to be a lot of cards I'm probably going to hold on to from shards just because they work so well in my decks. Well, like Path to Exile, you're just going to keep that to the bitter end, and then yeah, exactly. you're going to lose your... Lose my, my ass, but who yeah, cares? Because you, know. you guys, have, you know, you played with it for so long. It's so good, and that—that's one of the cards they're speculating might make it in the core set. Oh, that'd be nice. It would be. I mean, white kind of needs it. Oust isn't going to do the job, so. Oust is fine. I like Oust. Oust is not anywhere. It's not as good, but it's anywhere it's good. near. It's fun. It's a good time to play out. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad, but it's just not. It's not instant. Well, of course not. It's not. Plus, even you know, Path removes it from the game. It exiles it. Yeah, just boom. Exiled. You're exiled. You are exiled. Avengers Endicar, by the way, according to, you know, like the the internet's here. It's about. Hang on. It's about three bucks. So I people should pick those up. Yeah. I was the pros think they're worthy, a worthy finisher. Yeah, and the thing about block constructed, I mean, it, it does give you a pretty good idea. I mean, that's kind of where, you know, Marcel on uh, Monday Night Magic was saying the same thing. That's, you know, that's where uh, you're going to see, like, when, when Shards was doing the block constructed, that's where you saw the first appearance of Mythic. saw the first appearance of uh, Jund, sure. you know. So it, it's kind of a good gauge, but you got to remember that they, they, 
they're not playing with any of the core cards. Yeah. The core set. So, yeah. that, I mean, that does make a big difference. And the difference. core sets are a lot more relevant nowadays than they used to be. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you got Bane Slayers, you got, you know, Shivan. the Planeswalkers, Siobhan Shiv- Dragon, yeah. Siobhan. Siobhan Dragon. Shivan. Shivan Dragon. I'm pretty sure I'm right on that one. Shivan. I say Siobhan. Actually, Tom calls it like something really crazy, like Shiver. I don't know. He says it really weird. Huh. I'm going to have to ask him about that next week. No, that card never had a nickname, did it? We used to play with it. Siobhan Dragon? Remember? No, I don't think so. It's called Really Lame. I mean, we used to have a nickname for Sarah Angel. We used to call her Sarah Pretty. What? Remember that? I didn't. That was before you used to play with you a lot, maybe. Yeah, Sarah, you used Sarah, to call her Sarah Pretty. Sarah Pretty? Yeah. I don't know. I remember the Prodigal Sorcerer. Oh, yeah, he was Tim. Yep. And that's about it. Royal Ass. Royal Ass. Yeah. Is he, well, no, he's going to go up too, right? We forgot to mention him because he was in the sideboard. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, he did make it to a top eight. In uh, D.C., right? He was in the sideboard. Yeah. Yeah, he was... Uh, well, it's, I don't know. it's hilarious that he's actually in a deck. I mean, that's, all, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I can't wait for Siobhan Dragon to be in the deck. Uh, I doubt that. <laughs> Red deck wins. Well, assassin, I mean, you gotta you got to be careful with him. He can, he can assassinate any creature. Yeah, well, if the deck's not running a lot of removal... <laughs> I mean, like, if you, you, can you imagine if your allies went up against that? I'd hit the table. <laughs> I would hit the table. What would you do? Nothing. Hit the table. But actually, they were running it against uh, Mythic, because Mythic doesn't or Mythic doesn't run a lot of removal. Sure. So that's why. So when you, you face Mythic... Let's see if Royal Assassin went up on it at all. <laughs> yeah, right. He's only, only in every core set. It's hard <laughs> yeah. to get. He's pretty rare. Royal Assassin. Fifteen cents. Fifteen and climbing. Fifteen cents and skyrocketing up. <laughs> All right. So beyond us thinking of a name for this little thing we do, besides card watch, yeah, it's going pretty well. What do you think? I just said I think it's going pretty well. I was just. Oh, okay. I think we're on the money. I think your <laughs> shard stuff is going to go down. I think it's genius. <laughs> who would have Who would have thought about it? <laughs> I'm saying it's all right. Now's the time. You're saying now's that time, that awkward time where you either have to kind of dump it. Everybody's saying that. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, yeah. Everybody's saying that, and they're right. I mean, it's tough. You look at a lot of the prices on the shard stuff. I mean, if you notice, if you're trying to sell any of the shard stuff now, you're already too late. Uh, but it's better now than you know a week from now. Then so, two weeks and so forth. Yeah. Exactly. No. You try selling it a month from now, you you're not going to get anything. Um. So that, so that's what you gotta, you have to do that. You have to do that. Should we do comments? Should I got a comment? We should do. You got the comments or anything? <laughs> we're gonna have you read them this time. All, All right. of them, we're not gonna read every comment. But are you going back to the old creepcast? Well, there was one we missed last week from our buddy that's in two Iowa. Weeks ago. That's number seven. Yeah. We missed him last time. Okay. Go ahead and read it. He actually, well, actually, it was this, uh, it was Clog Lord on, uh, May 24th. Says, uh, you guys do have one listener in Iowa. At least one. 
By the way, those gummies <coughs> come from Iowa, too. So corn and peach gummies are both exports of the noble state to your south. We are nowhere near as backwards as those poor schmucks in Missouri. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's calling out Missouri. He's calling out Missouri. We call it Iowa. <laughs> you see how the hatred spreads? <laughs> and then he has his deck list. No, did he give us a mono blue? He gave us a mono blue. Oh, sweet. Okay. So it's... Uh, We'll talk about that after this. Yeah, and they're both actually in here. Him and uh, Cloglord versus Question is what it basically boils down to. Only two entries? Yeah, for the contest. Nobody yeah. wanted Pride. That well, was the prize. This this week we were actually, the, the prize is the Foil Gideon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. No, that was a nice joke. All right, so start reading comments from the last one. Yep. And actually, you can pull out that other comment from uh, from the website. Okay. So I'll read these. Uh, Just pick some of them. We don't need to read all of them. If we and should. Andrew's trying to guess at the music, and he said, "Is that Soul Blade from the PS One?" Soul Blade. Uh, it is not the song. Oh, I know, but is that? I, that sounds familiar, but I don't remember that game. I don't know either. Soul Blade. All right, but yeah, so you guessed wrong. Who guessed wrong? And the butcher rubs it in his face right after. He's like, "Hell no, you're totally wrong." I said good game. <laughs> he said good game. <laughs> he said he said nope. Smiley face. Uh, then we got Smizzy. He says he's a first time listener, and he says I usually stick to certain podcasts, but you guys are good at this. Correction though, Vengevine did make top eight in the Creature Heavy Jund. Got to give my green homie some credit, and you know he's right. We missed but, one. Uh, it, but this is I don't know. I mean it, it's kind of. He's actually responding to us responding to the, what happened on Twitter yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And um, Vengevine did make it into a lot of the Jun builds for the Nationals yeah. qualifiers, but we were just going over the number one decks. Yeah. And we didn't go over all, every, like, I, eight, yeah. like I didn't go over the whole top eight. Yeah. So basically, um, and, and, Jund was in a few of those top eight decks. Sure. The number one Jund decks. Yeah, yeah Vengevine. I'm sorry. But Jund. it never won. It did. Oh, it did win. It did win, and I, I, I said it on the show. Oh, okay. But, I, I mean, you you were asking about the Jund. You said, is there anything different? I said, yeah, there's some Vengevines in the creature, heavy ones, and there's not. And so, but more importantly. But we did. We, we did give it We did give it its due. I mean, we said it was. Yeah. Well, I think, I think what's more relevant, though. Is that he says we're good at this? Yeah, I think he's right. That's what I took away from it. I mean, I think he's dead on. <laughs> yeah. He nailed the nail on the head. I think I think that's what it, I think that's what it boils down to. Exactly. So we 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 gave Venge the salad shooter. We all like Ven. We like Vengevine. We liked it from day one, didn't we? Yeah, we liked it. We just I think our thing was uh, that it 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 started out as a uh, thirty dollar card, you know, kind of initially right off the bat, and we were kind of like, you know what? This looks like Abyssal Persecutor all over again yep. because because it hasn't been in any big deck, just kind of like Abyssal Persecutor never was. Yeah. And then Abyssal Persecutor shot down to ten bucks, ten bucks, eleven bucks. So we're kind of like you know, you know, just don't don't put all your money on the Vengevine yet. Let's just see if it does anything. And it's it's done more than the Persecutor has. I'll give you that, but it's I don't know. It's not Jace level. It's not that good. Um, no, of course not. And Moneybag says, uh, if Spooky Pants' voice is a cross between Barry White and John Madden, 
than the butcher is a cross between Bill O'Reilly and Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> and and uh, I said, uh, the butcher plays magic like Bill O'Reilly. F it, we'll do it live. Yeah, and we talked yeah. about that earlier. Yep, and, and that's, yeah. Thanks. And then uh, Moneybags again says, oh, and the Chapman build has four Jaces so he can play a one drop and bounce it back to play it again so he can reuse Mr. Eos. Also, isn't he worth playing just because he's awesome? I would love to build that deck, but I sent most of my band to pack and when I laid Naya to rest. Well, then we also realized, too, that J- four Jaces lets you kill other Jaces. Yeah, and I think that's probably the initial. I, yeah. I think that's what I read. It was, like, the big reason is to kill other Jaces. But I'm sure, you know, it doesn't hurt to bounce your own guys back. <coughs> um, question says, I wonder what Merfolk Aggro would need to, to get it competitive again. He says, by the way, Chrono Cross for the win. And he, that's the name of the video game music. He picked it correctly. Got it. He was the first one, actually. He was, and he wins a, a side of pride. He wins He wins the pride. He was a heap of pride. Heap in pride. So High fives to the air. What would you need in a merfolk? Aggro? Aggro to make it competitive. You probably need other creatures other merfolk that, that aren't merfolk. Well, you need a lot less vanilla... Merfolk creatures, right? There's like three Merfolk that are just well. The problem with, creatures. Well, no, the Merfolk. The problem with Merfolk aggro is, I, you know, I've actually seen some pretty interesting Merfolk decks, um, but usually the problem with Merfolk is it, it's, it's blue creatures, and blue creatures tend to do things like, you know, draw your cards or do do things that aren't really aggressive. Yep. So. That's that. But what is Cor- Coral Helm? He gives him plus one, plus one, and what else? Anything else? But you gotta, you gotta level him up. The Coral Helm Commander? Yeah, he's a merfolk. Look him up. I don't know. I know I have one. You do? I haven't made a merfolk deck yet. That's because you like to win. Coral, ooh, we don't want that. No, you, yeah, Coral yeah, Helm is yeah. one word. Oh, he, okay, he only, yes, yeah, so you gotta level him up to level four before you it, give him plus one, plus one. It doesn't one. take much to level him, though. And then he turns into a flying. It doesn't. Yeah. So he's he's you know he helps. He makes it like almost possible. Yeah, and then there's the uh, there's one in uh, I think M the corset had a merfolk. But we'll search for merfolk. Search merfolk right yeah, you do that while I uh, I'll just finish reading the comments here. Then Andrew uh, posts. He says, uh, if you want essentially magic free sell, magic for Xbox was worth your money. The Garuk paid for the program by itself, which it did. When you, if you got uh, Duel of the Planeswalkers on the 360, you did get a free uh, Garrick card. Says I really actually enjoy playing the game as a Magic Light, you know, like light beer, Magic Light. Yeah. Um, it's also a good way to get significant others to play with you that wouldn't otherwise. And actually, I've heard it, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. I mean, Butcher, your wife plays all the time, doesn't she? No. No. She hates it. She hates it all. She yeah. hates magic, and magic hates her. <laughs> <laughs> and we got uh, Rob Moore commenting. He said, it took a while for me to figure it out, but I think I have the combination for the butchery. Oh. Is destruction of every made-up word and some real words True. on a magic card leads me to believe his voice is a combination of basketball's Magic Johnson <laughs> and Chandler from the sitcom Friends. <laughs> it's hard to imagine, so squint while you think about it. I'm squinting. 
I think yeah. it's pretty close. I think it's pretty close. I don't think uh, I don't think you do enough of the Chandler esque. I don't know. I think I'm handsome like Chandler and athletic like Magic Johnson. So I think he's <laughs> right of the money. No, but you don't. You don't. You don't do the. I mean, you do kind of <laughs> brag out like when you talk. You you kind of like. Well, I'll try to read this one like you. Like you'd be like money bag. Oh yeah, I sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you do drag out words. Not Chandler. quite like that. Not quite like that. See, that's more Chandler. Like you'd be like kind of like. Not quite like Chandler, like really accentuates one word, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. Oh, you drag out. You just make one word like really long in a spot. Well, good luck. He's funny. He's funny and smart. <laughs> okay, you could. You will, yeah, do Chandler. Thanks. Money bags comments yet again, and he says, "Hmm, I can see the Chandler reference." <laughs> But I think George W. Bush would make more sense than Magic Johnson. Yeah, I think so. I've actually heard Butchie say, misunderestimated before. That's not true. I've never said that. You never did, huh? Do you want to talk about merfolks? Because i got a whole slew of merfolk here. Let me read this last comment. That sounds fair. I have the one from the website, too, if you need it. I'll just look. I'll okay. Because we don't want you to read it. <laughs> we don't want you to butchie. Can Bing? Chandler Bing. <laughs> then we got we got a new a new listener, Zach, that says, uh, "Hey guys, I just wanted to say that I discovered your podcast last week. I've been enjoying catching up on all your shows. I like that you guys keep it light and don't take yourselves too seriously. The video game music is always a blast too. Hopefully this week's is actually from Chrono Cross. And actually the date he's got the same date as uh, as a uh, question. Yeah." They tied. Maybe. And you had to accept this one, too, so. That's true. So. It's close. It says, uh, also, don't let Twitter posts from randoms get you down. You have uh, much of a right to your opinions as anyone else, and it's not like you're trying to make yourselves known as the new authority on competitive magic anyway. Exactly. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and he says, uh, I was wondering if you guys play any EDH, and if so, what your generals are and why. Um, keep up the good work, and I'm looking forward to the next show. Well, and thanks, Zach. Yeah, thanks, Zach. And, uh, yeah, we... You played EDH. What was your general? Well, you played EDH, I think, one or two times with me. And... We could talk about that one time when you were sacking stuff. To your... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> My general. Okay, this is a good story, actually. This is how good we are at magic. Or how good I am. And, and, and I did this for, like... Dude, I was doing this with my roommate for, like... Because you had quit... Like, Two weeks. You had quit playing Magic for, like, a long time, and you just started again. Basically, I quit after Ravnica. No, no, no. I started playing Easy. again Ravnica, and then I quit right after Eventide. Eventide. And so I, I, whatever, I missed all the shards. I missed all that stuff. And then I started playing on the 360. Yep. And then I thought that was fun. And then uh, my roommate had a bunch of cards, and I think I had just a few random cards and whatever and and that's why i started playing when i started playing paper magic again i'm like i'm just gonna play edh you know <laughs> that sounds because Your i didn't roommate play too my roommate well just because it was easy for us to go through his stuff and make a bunch of edh decks, sure. as opposed to trying to make a tournament deck which was almost impossible out of his stuff yeah he has a lot of good stuff but we were going back to like you know revised cards and just you know older cards that were good that aren't standard legal yep and uh 
I think one of <laughs> who's the general? Sister Stone. Yeah, well, that was one of them. But my general that I was using was Savra. Savra, the uh, Golgari queen, queen of the Golgari. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Why don't you pull up the card, actually? So you can find it. Savra. Savra, queen of the Golgari. Oh, yeah. Whenever you sacrifice a black creature, you may pay two life. If you do, each other player sacrifices a creature. Whenever you sacrifice a green creature, you may gain two life. And it's, it's you know, it's from Ravnica. It's two, you know, she's a legendary creature, so she was your general. Yeah, so she's my general. So basically what would happen is that any time she'd play a creature, I just would sack, like, one of my black... I just would sack it. Like, without be being told to or... Without ever, without having any kind of sack engine, because I thought she I thought she was a sack engine. So I was like... I, I, I remembered the card being different. I didn't even bother to look at it. And so, and so, You're just mopping up then. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, my God. You tried pulling that on me, and I was like, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then, uh, yeah, then I come over to the... The butcher's house, and I'm like, all right, uh, yeah, he, I think you are using Guafa, right? You're using yeah. Guafa, yeah. the uh, profit The bribery counters. Yeah. yeah. Which was good. It actually worked out better than we thought. It worked better than mine. <laughs> but you wanted me to sack it, right? Using my only creature, so you just had a, you had like a vampire bats in play, or... Uh, no, no, I, I had like a nocturne, or a, a vampire nighthawk or something. You sacked or, it. Or something, it, it was probably uh, like a... Had a, Something. Had a it was a black creature, and I, yeah, and it had a bribery bribery counter, so I was just gonna sack it. And you're like, "How are you sacking it?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm sacking it to Sabra." And you're like, "Yeah, but how are you sacking it?" I'm like, "Doesn't she?" Oh shit, man! I never read the card. I never paid attention. So he had a good chuckle. That was that was my general. <laughs> yeah, and I was using Guafa, and I tried. Uh, I can't remember that card. Sisters of the no, Silent or whatever. No, it was the guy that plus one, plus one to my creatures or something like that. All my, oh, no, all my white spells and blue spells were shooting. Yeah, I got that guy. I forget his. Yeah, the blue and the... Blue guy. Yep. So, we played it for a while. It was fun. It, yeah, it is fun. I'll tell you, EDH is a different... It's a completely different game than Magic. See, that, is, I, that's why I like it. I just don't like that you can't shuffle easy. And I, I sleeve my EDH decks. Right? And I don't. Yeah, I don't. Why would you? Every time. Because i got to play a sleeve. I can't handle it. Yeah. Well, it's because you shuffle like a maniac. Well, that's part of it. Just Plus, I get greasy fingers. Pizza. You always have pizza, remember? Well, I, I, I have pizza after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, yeah. So, we do play a little bit. We'll probably start playing a little more because it seems pretty popular. So, we got to stay on top of what's hot. EDH is fun. And I think, I think you actually get a lot more people playing EDH now just because... You know, you look at standard, and it's so expensive. It is ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I mean, and so you're getting a lot of the people that, yeah, a lot of people that can't play standard playing EDH. As far as merfolks go, because we got to wrap this up, Thada Adele. Nope, that's done, horrible. Done deal. The, I know, I'm just kidding. Now we've got a ton of stuff to pick from. That's probably why. Here's the one I'm thinking about. Sovereign? Yeah, the Sovereign. That would help. Yeah, she does help. But, man, a lot of these merfolk are terrible. Sea Stalkers is good. Looter like is playable. <laughs> I guess there's a merfolk that flies on an owl. That's there's cool. a lot of merfolks that fly. That's cool. He's flying on an owl. So apparently the merfolk are friends with the owls. Yeah. <laughs> is that an owl or in my? Well, if if vampires can be friends with the ants, how come merfolk can't be friends with that's owls? True. Oh, Cozy's trickster too. That's sick. Oh, sick tech. Yeah. So there's not much merfolk to pick pick from, but. You can go ahead and try making it. Good luck. 
Good luck to you. Definitely want to use the Sovereign and uh, the Coral Home Commander. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, whatever else you throw in. Probably Skywatch. Yeah. There you go. That's that's your Merfolk aggro deck. <laughs> Lucky you. All right. What else we got to do? We're oh the contest. We got to pick a winner. Did you you have this list up? Um. I think I can get them. Yeah. We only had two. We only had two. Boy, come on, listeners. Yeah. It was a pretty. It was a pretty tough contest. It was a tough one. It was tough to beat what you had already done. Well, because it's tough to just say build build some, the most annoying deck you can, and then we'll we'll judge if it's annoying. That's true. Now I gotta go back to Creepcast Seven, right? Or is it? Do they post it here? Oh, it's seven. Okay. Let's put the elevator music on. Why? Why we pull this? Boop, boop, doo, doo. Okay. So we had. Uh, that's my. That's our great list. So we had question. Who had an entry? In, I guess it's called anticlimax. <laughs> that's perfect. That's a, that's a good name. Yeah. So he's running three Kraken Hatchlings, four Wall of Frost, three Demolic Wall, one Jace Bellerin, one Kozilek the Butcher of Truth, four Chalice, four Deprive, three Negate, four Other Tradewinds, three Into the Royal, three Time Warp, and three Cast Through Time. Hmm. I mean, named as such because the deck's pretty anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. The Demonic Wall should be able to return some used up Other Tradewinds so you have Rebound. So you have that, so you have rebounded other traded ones once cast your time is up. So eventually you'd have rebounded time warps. I see. So your opponent will wonder what you're doing with all this bot wasted time. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out just for one low wing condition, which is obviously the butcher of truth. No. I think the butcher of truth is what he uses to shuffle his graveyard. Oh, I thought. Well, I would assume that's just one wing condition. It's not. The, well. It's not cracking actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jace is a plan B For more annoyance and wasted time Half the islands could be swapped out for fetch lands And searches for islands <laughs> I'm too lazy right now To go to Google for the fetch lands names That's funny Should probably have seen see beyonds in But I'm too lazy right now to figure out how to sneak it in Oh that's very good That's, that's what we're looking for Yeah I think that's, that's, that's it Well there's one more Yeah this is from Cloglord, which we already talked about. Mm-hmm. And he's running two Kraken Hatchlings. That's popular. Yeah. <laughs> two Skywatch Adept, four Enclave Cryptologists, four Merfolk Looters, four Coral Helm Commanders, four Under the Royal, four Spreading Seas, four Deprive, four Cancel, four Unified Will, two Guard Gomazoa, four Tectonic Edge, two Helm Ardeps, 18 Islands, or his lands. Uh, basically, it plays out cheap creatures on turn one and two, then counters everything that comes along until you can hold up a counter mana and level on the same turn. The eight, lo- eight looters in the deck help cycle out the lands and extraneous creatures to make sure that you have almost have a counter in hand. I once went to turn 37 on Magic Workstation before the other guy quit and discovered No, that's it, right? That's the only two entries we had? Yeah, that's sure. I'm positive. We need to flip a coin. I don't know, man. Yeah, it doesn't really have to come to flipping the coin. Winners. I think it's two winners. I think they're both. They both. They just split the they're both pack. disgusting decks that never want to play them. Funny. They are funny, and they both describe how they would play them really annoyingly. So is that question second? As man? long as they, as long as they actually take a really long time to play each turn too, well, just to make it really annoying. lands would be funny. <laughs> this is so shuffle to your deck. So question, that's the second second win in a row, right? Didn't he win or was that 
Yeah. No, uh, Andrew won that. Questions is first time winner, and Clogwood's the other winner. Yeah. So they can stand up with pride. They can stand up with pride. Go to bed with pride tonight. Yeah. Tell the kids. Tell your wife. <laughs> tell tell them all. And if they're, they're not in a relationship, they're gonna be like they're gonna if be. You're not in a relationship if you're alone. I want you to get up right now, go in the bathroom, look in your mirror, and say, "God damn it, I'm a winner." <laughs> People love it. They love my decks. Oh, I'm a chick. All right, we gotta wrap this up. What do exactly. we need to do? Oh, you need to, oh the big contest. Oh. What what yeah. are we doing? Here's the contest. Here's the deal. Think of the most uh, unplayed, rare slash mythics. It could be. This would be rare mythic, does it? I would think so. Really? Okay. Yeah, and I'm thinking more Zendikar block, but you can use shards. Yeah, anything in standard. Anything in standard. It has to be standard. It's got to be under five bucks. Well, yeah, it's got to. It, 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 if it's not played, it will be under five bucks. Sure. And you know, it can have some play, I guess, or whatever. But we've been we've been making you guys make decks for us. I think it's time that you know we made some decks for you. Oh. And basically, whoever you know, if we get. Ten or whatever cards, we're just gonna kind of roll a dice. Yeah. You know, butcher roll a dice, see what, what whatever card he gets, and I'll roll a dice yep. to see whatever you know. So basically, entry. they need to name it one card. Yep. And then, uh, or just name it some somewhere in your comment if you yep. want to leave a comment. Name a card, and what we'll do is it has to be in standard under five yep. bucks, and you say rare or mythic. Rare we'll mythic. build a deck around it. We'll build a deck around. We'll have four it. minutes. It will actually focus on just that card. Yep. So. You know, it, it, it if it's cast through time or you know, whatever, I mean, we will focus on that. We'll build card. a deck around that card. Yeah. And we're each going to make our own. Like, I, I won't just, like, we're not going to throw a Bane Slayer and, like, make a good deck and then throw, you know, whatever the card is. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, we will try to build it around that card, so. Yeah. We'll break it wide open. Break, we'll break whatever, whatever card you send us, we will break and you will, we promise Patrick Chapin will be playing with this. <laughs> <laughs> There's gotta be standard under five bucks, way under five bucks. A mythic or a rare. Ah, just gotta be way, whatever. Whatever you just, I mean, even if there's a card that, that, that's decent, that you just kinda wanna see what we can do with it. It's gotta be crappy. No, it's fine. Whatever. It doesn't have to be horrible. I, I know. Yeah, you just hope it'll <laughs> be a little easier. And so we're, and then what we'll do is we'll take all the cards that you guys name. Yeah, and even if you guys pick the same names, that just means we got better odds of getting that. So So that's the big contest. Are we doing a prize or not? How would we do a prize? <laughs> I don't know. We'd, but just, no, because we're doing right, we can't. Random. Yeah, we can't do a prize. We can't. It gives be a prize for a Their random. prize is to look at our, to grace our deck list. Their, your, your prize is going to be... Just to see what we've done with what you suggested. With your garbage. We're going to turn it into gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll turn your garbage into gold. <laughs> and buddy, you get to use it, and we'll let you. That's the that's the prize, is we'll let you take the credit and say you made the deck. No, we're not doing that. We'll name the deck after them. How about that? All right. We'll call it, like, Cast Your Time. We'll call it. Or Clog Lords Cast Your Time. <laughs> you know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. So there you go. So it's a really simple contest. Just name one card that you think is either really funny or maybe something you want to see someone try to build a deck with. Yeah. It's got to be rare or mythic. It's got to be in standard and under five bucks. It's, it'll be under five bucks. I'm not worried about that. Yet. Yeah. But there you go. Okay. So that's the contest. 
That's the content. Our, we got to step it up. This is, are we going to give two weeks for this then, or should we just we'll see how many responses we get? Yeah, we'll we'll gauge it. I want at least ten. At least at least ten. So can't be hard. Just name a card. If if we don't have ten this first week, we're stretching it, and that'll be all your guys' fault. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we're going to wrap it up because it's getting long. But we got to name. We got to do a couple things before we go. Some house cleaning. House cleaning. Cool. <laughs> I just cool. lost my voice for a second. <laughs> That's awesome. House cleaning. <laughs> I need a drink. So, time for the house cleaning. Alright, so next week we're going to be with Tom of Monday Night Magic. We're really excited. He's going to host with us. Yeah, he's going to show us. Oh, he's going to host our show with us. Yeah, he's going to show us how it's done. So, we'll do that. Probably a better sound, actually, too. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to be using his stuff. His equipment. So it won't be popping. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give out our Twitters. Mine is the Butcher CC. Yep. Spooky Pants CC. Yep. Get us on Twitter because we like to tweet. We like to chat on there. Yeah. Uh, Magic Online. I am Bizway. B I Z W A Y. Careful when you challenge him. Don't hold it against <laughs> me if I get mad. And yeah, what do you- I am. Spooky Pants, 1977. I think I actually got challenged today by one of the listeners. What was his name? Or you don't want to mention this? Uh, no. Did you ask him? It was Vault Lord or Vault. I don't know. Did you even ask him? No, he just challenged me, and then he didn't say anything. But uh, I'm guessing. I'm thinking. Challenged me to a match, and then I'm like, I gotta go, dude. We're I'm just about to do a podcast. Sure. Okay. And then uh, websites. Websites. Uh, TheMetagameStore.com is our sponsor. ThePowerCreeps.wordpress.com is our main blog page where we, we do post the shows up and stuff. Yeah. More importantly, MTGCast.com is where you can find the show there, too. And people can leave comments on Either WordPress yep. or the MTG, but can they also, they can email you, too, right? Sure. They can email me at the butcher CC, or is it just the butcher? I don't remember now. I got to look it up. I think it's butcher CC, right? I think it is because the butcher was taken. Oh, I guarantee the butcher it's was taken. It's thebutchercc at gmail.com. There you go. I'll give up my password, too. What is it? I can't say. It's a good idea. All right. Well, I guess that's it, right? We'll show up to Moneybags, Splat, Track, or whatever his name is. <laughs> Side Splat. <laughs> Side Tracks. And congratulations to Clog Lord and Question. Yeah. Champions of the day. Champions of the day. <laughs> Champions of the week. We're recording next Thursday, so we probably won't have the show up until next Friday. Or but maybe Thursday. We'll, Thursday. Be, we'll be right oh, there. Right. So we can be like, put it up. Yeah, exactly. Put it up. Put it up, Tom. Leave That's it. a don't miss episode. That's a can't miss. That's a can't. We're going to roast them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We are the Power Creeds. Hell yeah, we are. Yes, we love magic. We love Pantera. <laughs> Thank you. Don't forget. <laughs>